three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your Huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right. All right. Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday, July 27th. Happy birthday to my mom, Virginia Rutherford, the OG Virginia, celebrating the big 6-6 this year. I know Trevor and I just talked this week about how we're very uncomfortable when those two numbers are together in more than one line. Happy birthday to you. Uh, We're going to celebrate after the show. I'm excited about it, but uh, happy birthday to my mom. Uh, Happy birthday to you, everybody listening. It feels like a birthday every day when you're here with the Mike Rutherford Show from 3 to 5.30 on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X, which is what we're doing today. We got Trevor Kelsey in the house rocking the Taz T-shirt, which means it's a I don't know day. It's AEW day. It is the uh, hey, the FTW uh, championships on the line tonight. I couldn't be more excited about that. I have no idea what it is, but but I'm I'm thrilled. I'm pumped. It's Taz's unofficial title because he felt he wasn't getting the proper deserve in the uh, ECW days, so he made his own title called the FTW title. Okay. Uh, bleep the world. Sounds good. And uh, Ricky Starks, who's awesome, holds it, and he's wrestling against Danhausen tonight. I, I, you know I hate Danhausen. You, you know how I feel about Danhausen. Uh, I have a good feeling it's going to end up somehow being a uh, hook will be involved. Taz the son, of course, and we'll see how that works. I don't know. I don't know if your boy's going to show up tonight. But then again, you didn't wear a shirt. I didn't. I still have enough laundry. Well, I, have, I mean, you can, it's a new shirt. Just put it on. Well, it's too big. I need to shrink it a little bit. It's an, it's an XL. I can, I, I'm swimming. In I want to see you swimming in it. It's, uh, next week, I'm going to wear it like it just as a night shirt. Just like <laughs> covering up shorts, it'll look like I'm just wearing a shirt. I'm Donald Ducking it with the, in the uh, the Orange Cassidy shirt next week. Looking like the uh, the movie scene where the the lady comes out wearing his t-shirt only. Exactly. That's that's the, <laughs> the vibe we're going for in the studio next week. So we got that going on. Intern Jenna's in the house today. Kind, yes, of, kind enough to show up today after her uh, late uh, cancellation on Monday. Well, she was advised we, we not her, to be here on Monday. <laughs> she, she, we gave her crap for. She's, she Trevor was, was very proud of his line that you know, they should have advised you to spend more time with yeah, Michael Trevor. Yeah, hey, come on. I mean, that was that was clever, right? Come on. I mean, it was something. See, she, she says hilarious. <laughs> I think I noted some sarcasm there. So I did not. We'll hear from Jen a little bit later. Chicago sports continue to fall apart. Yeah, I heard Contreras guy is about to get become a Met, right? I, he's not doing anything. He's not talking to the Cubs. I know that. And now the hockey, the Blackhawks are falling apart. The only parts that they kept around are like, we don't want to be around. Okay, we won't talk about it until Jen gets headphones on. I can give you headphones. It matter whether they have a mic or not. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of the Mets, did you see, like, I... I I meant to talk about this earlier. This is a, a quick aside, but we always do this at the beginning of the show for whatever reason. I don't know if this is anything that's even on your radar, Trevor. But Probably the, not if it just happened today. One, Edwin Diaz is like the most lights-out closer we've seen in a long time. He, he's, he's like 2003 Eric Gagne right Mets, now. Mets, right? Yes. Cannot okay. be hit. Yeah. 
and assuming you had to, because you had to ask that question, I'm assuming you aren't aware of what his like intro is when he gets played in. Oh, is this interesting? Um, no, I'm not. I oh mean. my god, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's sort of like this this Latin flair with like a flute. Like the, it sounds like a mafia, like an upbeat mafia movie tone. Now, did I see you? I think you. I yeah. think I saw your Twitter. Or something. You need you, to watch it. It's the coolest. Can thing. I play it on the air? Uh, you can if you want to. It's because it, it's the because the Mets now the TV broadcast they'll leave when he comes into games they won't cut a break. Because the crowd goes nuts, they all start dancing to this thing, and it's the most bad. Like, I don't know how to explain. It. It's the most badass intro since like the old Trevor Huffman days. Oh, the uh, Hell's Bells. Hell, yeah, that, which was always cool. Yeah. Mariano Rivera was cool when he came into. And he waited to say a man, which he did. Yeah. I think this is cooler just because it's so unique. Like, can I you, think, I'm sorry. Can you name any other intro songs for a closer other than those two, though? Uh, Eric Gagne used to come into Welcome to the Jungle. Did he? That. Okay. Yeah, and they would. I always thought. And one reliever did. I can't remember who it was because he sucked. But like, do you remember the song? This is kind of from the time period where you were off the grid. But Little Flip, Game Over. No, I have no idea who Little Flip Basically, or. like the whole, it was just like, the, the song was like, Flip, Flip. And it was like, Game Over, which I always thought was the best song for a closer to come into. Probably could have guessed the rap song from that era had that sound of sound. It did. It was like, it, they said Game Over repeatedly at the beginning of the song. Yeah, said his name. And I yeah. think some closer tried to use it, but he wasn't good. But Eric Gagne, when he would come in, they would flash game over at Dodger Stadium, but they played Welcome to the Jungle. But this is, okay. to me, Edwin Diaz's music and the whole intro, the whole thing, the whole production of it is the coolest closer. I, I'm sorry, Mariano. I'm sorry, Trevor. Like, this is better. Well, you don't have to apologize to me, but let's hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah, that's it. Just watch. It's incredible. announcer is like, your attention please. Which is always one of the coolest things about the Mets. Always like the Mets I'm telling you. You kind of like your it. Your attention please. Your attention please. Now pitching for the Mets. Number 39. Edwin Diaz. <laughs> the Mets mascots have more. They, they, yeah, they all do it. They, they get up on the, the dugout and they play the thing. How have I not seen this before? I don't know, but it's he's been doing it for a few years now. Is it because the Mets were like irrelevant for the last few years? Pretty much, but now they're doing the Subway Series. Like everybody saw this last night, and like I was watching the game. He comes in, I mean, looks unhittable. Strikes out Judge, strikes out Judge. Poor Joey Gallo. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Here's your inside info. This is the Yankee source. Joey Gallo, kind of a psycho. I can tell you that from behind the scenes. Kind of a loose cannon. And also not a great hitter, if you haven't looked at his stats this year. He's also, he's also a lawyer in uh, My Cousin Benny. Jerry Callow. Well, regardless. <laughs> but that was awesome last that night. Was a good, that was a good joke. And you know, Edwin Diaz's brother pitches for the Reds. Of course, we got the lesser Diaz. I did not know. You got the Taylor Griffin? Pretty much. Although, he's, <laughs> I say that, he's actually been really good this year. Alex, Alexis Diaz. I, I think they have high hopes for him to be the closer of the future. He's pitched real well for them this year. I mean, I knew who Edward Diaz was. I knew who, I knew, obviously, I knew he played for the Mets, so I knew who he was, but I just didn't know he'd. I didn't know he was like so shut down this year. Or oh, he's something. been incredible. He's unreal. He's easily the he's best been, closer in baseball. He's been good. He's been solid for a few years, but he I don't think he's ever been the best closer, has he? No, probably not. But Just he, having one of those this years. This year he's been he's unreal. So we've got uh, so that was a nice little aside. We got little stuff to get to today. Um, right below right below that in your Twitter line is Nick Perrin. Nick Perrin. We, there was a cat I, loose I, at, I, at uh, Slugger Field last night. I heard that on the broadcast. And this bet was how do cats get into baseball stadiums? It's a great question. How do they get into 
ceilings of basements because that happened. To us. I mean, I just I never understood how a cat. I mean, how does a cat sneak? I mean, where are they getting? Is somebody letting this cat loose? I mean, cats are crafty, man. They get in anywhere. But you're in downtown. I mean, I don't know. I wonder if that's the cat from the Jeffersonville studio. Could be. There's a black cat hanging around our studio. No, we saw it. We, Jen and I saw it when we left. Um, was it Friday? We were at the studio. Well, when we okay. walked through the door, that cat was there and ran he, away. He could have made it there by now. Probably, yeah. I wonder if that's the same cat. I've seen Homeward Bound. <laughs> didn't, that, that, didn't that dog go like from like ghost to ghost? Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> oh. Michael J. Fox is one of the voices, right? Yes, he was Chance. The puppy, yeah. yeah. He was Chance, yeah. How do I remember this and why are we talking about it? Who cares? <laughs> but that was, yeah, Nick Perrin. That happened last night. I was like, that has to be a good thing. We've got the, uh, I mentioned this yesterday. I thought this was going to be the case today. We have the all ACC teams and the player of the year voting. Two Cardinals uh, honored. I don't know why the ACC only does like a first team. It seems silly when you have, it's a 14 team conference. You got a lot of guys to just have one team for preseason, all accolades. Don't it's even do, just silly. Don't even do a second team? No second team. It's just first team. And then they've got the player of the year voting. So you have, like, oh, that's like, dumb. Like, we know how loaded the quarterback position is. So you had several quarterbacks getting votes for ACC preseason player of the year, but only one can grace the all-ACC team. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We've got some stuff I want to talk about from yesterday's Damian Lee interview, which I thought was awesome. Uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. But first, Trevor, I, we, have, we just jumped right over this. How are you? How, how was Tuesday night? Uh, Tuesday was good night. Bats won again. <clears throat> Bats won. Um, it was a new Only Murders in the Building night. Big time. I know you're all about that. Show. All about that. I you was love little, Selena Gomez. I was a little upset with it, though, because it didn't answer anything from the cliffhanger from last week. And then just all it did was give me another cliffhanger for next week. So, I, I'm, you know, they can only do so much in 30 minutes. Um, got some solid movie nights in. It was uh, Half-Baked. Then I watched uh, Weekend at Bernie's. And then I watched Fences. Which, so it was a good night. And then I slipped, you know, slipped in a few sitcoms in there with it. So, yeah. Had a boy. It was a good night. Good, good, good night uh, tonight. Of course, AEW. So I don't know how many movies I'll get in tonight, but yeah, of course, because in your time, yeah. Well, I mean, got you know, got to, got to stay, you know, got to organize it properly. AEW takes up two hours. I mean, that's a whole yeah. movie right there. Yeah. Can I? Uh, what about you? Uh, how how was that was the Rutherford House? Staying cool, pretty low key. Feeling good. No 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 bad night. No up no up late up late night. You weren't able to answer my my question I was asking you last night. What was it? I was trying. I, Ran, so I left. I, I saw somebody yesterday after I left here, and they, they made a reference to my bullet shirt. Oh, that, oh yeah, I'm this question. And then it did just like popped in my head. I started thinking of random bullets again because you said that on the show. And the name that like really stuck with me was Harvey Grant. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, I was like, wait a minute, didn't his son play for Louisville at one point? And it might have been Horace Grant, but I, I want to say it was Dion Palmer was the name. Because I, I think I remember being at senior day for him, which was Cragthorpe's first year, and Horace Grant was there with him. And being like, "Whoa, crap! That's Horace Grant," but I, but I knew he didn't. But I, I mean, I spent a good fifteen minutes on Google last night. I know that sounds like a lot, but that's a lot for me. Okay, I mean, okay, yeah. my, and like I can't find his go cards bio page. Like the only thing I can find on him is like in Sports Reference and like an article on go cards about like a game, something he did in a game. Like I can't find anything. Like it's nobody wants to wants me to know who his dad is. Yeah, when you said that. I felt like it sounded something like that was familiar, like that yeah. we had a player who was, like, and it was like a surprise thing when like we found out his dad was Horace Grant. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that." Well, his name's Dion Paul. Yeah, and but that wasn't who it was because uh, his bio has there's no relation to Horace Grant there. Okay. Yeah. Because well, then I went to Horace Grant's like Wikipedia page. It says he has four kids. Right, but they're and all... one is named Dion, but doesn't say the last name. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. Like it does sound familiar, but I couldn't find it. Like I knew we had. If, if somebody remembers, let us let me know because it, it was kind of bugging me last night. Like yeah. I was trying to remember like who it was. And you think in a war in a day and age where we're supposed to have everything at our fingertips for for like looking on the internet, I couldn't find it. Yeah. Like, of course, the one thing that you know you can't find on the internet these days is the one thing I want. Exactly. So let us know on the Thorn Sex Line if you have the answer to this because it does sound familiar. You might be correct. I, I I couldn't find it last night. I did a quick search. Yeah. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. That's the Thornton Sex Line. While you're at it, reminder, Thornton Summer Cash Bash still going on all summer long. They're giving away ten grand every week to a Refreshing Rewards member. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, my God, what are you doing with your life? Open the app up today. Click on Summer Cash Bash icon. You'll be entered. If you aren't a Refreshing Rewards member and you want to be, text Rewards to eight zero three one three today. And they're giving away ten grand every week all summer long. And at the end of the summer, they're giving away a grand prize of a twenty twenty two Chevy Tahoe. Couldn't be easier to enter. Why not? Win ten grand. Win a Chevy Tahoe. Call it a summer. Cruising Thornton's on uh, fumes on the way here today. Nice, at a boy. Yeah, got in the car at two two twenty five. Was like, ooh. turn the motos. The gas light was on. It's like crap. I don't have, to, have a lot of time to stop. I think I can make it to Thornton's by the station. I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, many people on the Thornton's text line are pointing out two things. One that you said I knew who Edward Diaz was before, and of course it's Edwin. We've just been talking about him, but that was pe- people caught that. I was a record. I don't have to get his name right to know who he is. Exactly. That's we've if, if we learn nothing else on the show, yeah, we've learned that. Established anything? Yeah. Two. Everybody, please stop sending me the fake Jeff Goodman tweet. Like, it, what is a fake it's Goodman catchy. tweet? You know, people do this all the time where they create, they change their profiles to make it look like Jeff Goodman or Jeff Borzello or somebody just yeah. to put a fake tweet out there. And there's a fake account out there that's putting out uh, a tweet saying Louisville's fired Milt Wagner because they. They've realized DJ's going to Kentucky and all this stuff. And it's not a real tweet. It's not Jeff Goodman. Please stop sending it to me. The Adam Schefter fake Twitter account is probably the most successful one, right? That one. But I've, I've, seen, I've seen that catch, like, actual media members and stuff. I've been caught by a fake account before. Have but, you? But usually it's when, like, another credentialed media member that I trust, like, has retweeted that guy or something. Yeah. And then I just kind of assume. I take it. There was one that said Cincinnati had fired John Brandon last year and I retweeted it because I'd heard that John Brandon was going to be fired. Eventually he was fired, but that one got me. And it was like they were like, Oh, we got Rutherford with only I'm like, Congrats. Like this is what you live for. Well done. I mean, you got me. I thought I had like no expectations in life. Yeah. It's just, that's ridiculous. I mean, I saw Goodman and Roush were going at it yesterday. I did see that. Roush Roush did not like Roush and, and T J were not happy with, with Jeff in terms of his thoughts on them getting uh They got the Edwards kid. Edwards kid, yeah. And Jeff is now saying that he is Jeff Goodman basically was tweeting something along the lines of, with Robert Dillingham, Edwards, and then potentially DJ Wagner, those are three very talented players, but I'm not sure how well they would mesh together. That was his whole point. And Roush is like, and UK fans, and we would do the same thing if, if this were us. Probably. When you've got three of the top five players in America, you're like, I'm sure they'll figure it out. This is a good problem to have. <laughs> and Goodman's like, all I'm saying, like they're both great, they're all great individually, but they they have certain skill sets that make me believe, or certain mentalities that make me believe they might not mesh so well together. No, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like your fans feel Jeff Goodman is out to get John Calipari. They do. Uh, of course, didn't again if you don't kiss their coach's ass. They're all out to get John exactly. Calipari. So, I mean, that's take that with a grain of salt. But they also like to point out that, uh, that when, when Duke got, I guess, Barrett and Zion and, and um, who's the third one I'm forgetting now? Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, that he, was, he had no problem with all three of those guys joining the same team together, even though... I guess technically that could be a two, three, and four in college, but nonetheless. And they also were aggravated, I think, by the fact that he hasn't pointed out Bill Self and he hasn't talked about anything about Bill Self in like a month. That's that's every fan base that, that points out the Goodman and several of these guys. I mean, no, I made mention of it on yeah. Monday when we were talking about this that they you know they go to casinos together, they bro hug, like they are 
These people are boys with Bill Self. They're conveniently they forgetting to bring up that Self pulled himself off the trail and that basically, you know, he's being looked at as, you know, possibly facing what should be at least a minimum year suspension. And Now, Goodman was yada, also, yada, yada. he was also, and still is, I think, very tight with Chris Mack, which I, I was kind of looking forward to Sounds having familiar. a coach that the media like liked just because I, we needed the benefit of the doubt after all these years of because a lot of media members there were some that liked Rick Pitino there were many more who did not like Rick Pitino yeah. and I think we you know we were you know some people enjoyed writing terrible things about us as a result of some of you know Pitino's actions well, worst case because it got so many clicks yeah well th- that's that too but I was kind of looking forward to having Chris Mack here for a while who it seemed was very well liked by media mem- <laughs> media members and then it got to a point where that didn't really matter so hopefully they can like Kenny Payne too I mean, Kenny Payne's likable, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Who doesn't love Kenny Payne? But he's not like, you know, he's not in the boys club. He's not in the like, hey, post-Peach Jam, we're all going to the yeah, casino, but, but, watch but, play crap. But it's not like Bill Self came, got to Kansas in year one and was in the boys club. Like, he had to earn it, I think, probably. He did, but I still don't think Kenny Payne cares about that. Like, I, I don't think that's he's going to go out point, and kiss yeah. anybody's ass. I don't think that's that, that's his way. Well, then he's not going to get in the boys club that way. Yeah, I think he's fine you, being you gotta be. You got to be nice. You got to tell Goodman how much Arizona's awesome and, you know. And the Jim Blossoms rock. Yeah, you got to do those things. Is that is that the only key? <laughs> is that how easy I was never forgetting. Give me come on Renshaw's show, and he like was a weekly segment, and I was I asked him. I was like, "What?" I was gonna. Make, I made like a special open for just this segment, and I was, I was just like, "Which? Give me like a favorite your favorite band." He's like Jim Blossoms. I'm like, okay. There I mean, go. they are from Arizona, so they labor in Arizona. I want to say they were they got popular like when he was at Arizona. Is probably why they're connected. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Texas says, Mike, send me a tweet. What, what is this? Um, Mike, were you aware that Louisville had a gymnastics team in the past? Mike and Trevor, what gymnastics events besides floor could Trevor do? By the way, I'm already prepared for Trevor to say that he can do the vault. Um, first of all, I, I props to the texter for like thinking I can do the floor. He's like, already assuming I can. <laughs> you could at least attempt it. You could like move around and do like a somersault or something. Well, see, you heard he asking a whole lot. <laughs> there was a, because the link is to a current journal story from today saying 40 years ago, women's gymnastics was cut at Louisville. And now sometime think that it's, it's some, some think that it's time to revive it. I didn't even know it was gone. <laughs> if you, well, yeah, it's been 40 years ago. If you told me you that we, Louisville gymnastics, I'd have said maybe, but it's not like a sanctioned sport like the other ones. I would, I would have. Well, we don't. <laughs> okay, we don't have it. What gymnastics routine would you try to attempt? Oh, man. Um, I mean, it's got to be floor. Well, I mean, I, I'll do the floor, but if I do a second one, what are the other ones? There's the uh, there's the beam. There's the vault. There's the... Um, the vault's the one where you hold balance beam. the arms on the... Vault is where you jump off the thing. Oh, like the guy in old school. Yes, the the, the big guy, the, the large fellow at the end of old school. He did school. in old school, maybe. Um, the the one that Vince Vaughn does while he's smoking, I definitely can't do that. The uh, rings. Yeah, I'm not. And there's yeah. the uneven bars. I could maybe and do it. The, is it Palma Horse or whatever it is? The the Palma Horse? Where it's like the, the, it looks like a log with handles. And like you, oh, is that? Did, did you don't I, need to know what it's called. You can't do it. <laughs> Nor can I for the that. The log matter. with handles, huh? The log with handles. Uh. <laughs> Gymnastics talk on the Mike Rutherford show here. On the I guess I could do the, the, the balance beam. Would you? Could you jump and stay on the beam? I don't know if I can jump on and stay on the ground. That's. I mean, that's that's my concern that's, with you on the balance beam. I mean, pummel. Yeah. Sounds like a cigarette. Um, yeah, I could. I do balance. I guess I could try. I mean, I, I mean, is there padding below it? How high is this balance beam anyway? High enough that you don't want to fall. 
<laughs> I mean, it's gonna... high enough that I want to see you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me be actually concerned about getting high on something. <laughs> uh, well done. Uh, but I do that. Yeah, I just I definitely can't do the Vince Vaughn one because I can't. I, I weigh too much to let, hold myself up. My arm, my poor arms, they just fall off. You break, I just break. Texas are listening on Alexa here in sunny southwest Florida. Great show, Mike. Go Cars. Thank you for listening in sunny southwest Florida. Hi, Alexa. Hope it stays sunny. You have an Alexa? I do. We haven't used it in probably three years. I'm, I just can't get one. We had know. one for music for a while, and then I just we stopped using it. I remember last time I went over to TJ's, he had one, and he was using it, and then I just started screwing with it. <laughs> Texas says, I was catching up on the pod over the weekend while driving cross-country with my son. I didn't think he was listening at all as he was playing uh, his switch in the back seat. Suddenly, he hears TK's voice and just goes, "Dad, is that the dude that never eats anything healthy?" <laughs> TK is now being called out by a seven-year-old. I just like to be I like the fact I'm known by a seven-year-old randomly. It's well done, yeah. It's, it's, it's and yet I still can't get an invite to the Jack Harlow kickball tournament. <laughs> I mean, how bitter are you about this thing? I'm a little bitter, yeah. You're so bitter about it. I want to I I hit a kickball off of Jack Harlow's pitch. I'm not even sure if he's going to pitch. I would even I would even go so far as to listen to like a couple songs so I can act like I know what I'm talking about when I see him. Yeah. Terry says, UK fans are also burning their Phil Still magazines after what he has has in there uh, for them. I can't remember. What does this mean? I mean, he probably wasn't. Uh, didn't, he, didn't he rate them behind somebody or something? Well, he has them overall behind at Louisville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had their offensive line 50th and our offensive line 12. Yeah, UK fans, I told you. They're not happy about that. They hate Phil Still. Uh, Texas, I want to see Trevor on American Ninja Warrior. No, no, no. no you don't. That was <laughs> be very. Cool. Now I tell you what, I would do. I would do um, American Gladiator. Remember that show? Of course, I remember that show. I mean, not not the reboot the version. Not the reboot version with like Hogan and somebody. I never even watched it. No, you want to watch the old school? You probably saw the old school one then. Yeah, USA all the time. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. That's that's what I want to be in. Yeah, I want to be a thing where yeah, like the, the yeah, I want to do the. I want to do that. I could do that. American Ninja, I could not do. I do love watching American Ninja. It's pretty fun to watch. Texas, they make balance beams for starters that are like six inches off the ground. There you go. Well, that's that sounds perfect for me. Texas, my God, the horrors that Trevor's Alexa would hear. <laughs> what? You, I mean, can Alexa do anything? I mean, Texas, Trevor would absolutely fracture an ankle if he jumped on a balance beam. I think most of us listening would too. I'm just saying Trevor absolutely would. That bleep looks so crazy when people are about to do that. It does. What I'm more concerned about happening is me jumping like on the balance beam and landing on it, and it reacts the same way the the uh, the chair reacts in Tommy Boy when he sits on the bench. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of happening. Like I'm afraid I'm going to jump and like do like a 180 in the air, land perfectly, everybody's clapping, and then the, the velocity of my weight hitting it even from like a quarter inch off the ground, probably, and then the, the leg just collapses and he's balanced me, and I fall off. It, it's look. I mean, it's, would I see it? Maybe. That would, have been, would I be worried about your health? Absolutely. I mean, if I survive it, that thing's going viral, right? Texas Trevor, you could do all these things you wish to do if you would just eat healthy, healthier, and exercise more. You should try. Uh, eh, I don't know. I mean, I only do I really eat that badly, Trevor? Yeah. I mean, I had a pork groin last night. You ordered a hundred dollars worth of ice cream from Grater's on DoorDash. One, one night. But still, you said it's gonna last you two weeks. I mean, I've only eaten two of the pints so far. You get fast food every day. Last night I had. Uh, oh yeah, I got Sonic yesterday. Um, last night I had the uh, the the peanut butter version, the peanut butter chocolate chip. It was good. Okay. 
Um, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to get into the ACC all-conference teams. I want to get into a former card who wasn't, who got waived today, and some uh, revisit a conversation that we had about him I'll be a couple of years you ago. There here, uh, after the segment. We'll, we'll let Jenna run the board. Yep. We'll put her on the mic. We'll let her weep about Chicago Pro Sports. We'll bring Trevor in the big room, and we'll also talk a little bit. There's conference realignment stuff happening. Uh, stories are flying all around here. The madness is back. We'll get into all that good stuff coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on a Wednesday on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. partially work on my headset but the, the bigger part was i wanted to let destiny's child just go there say my name is an absolute jam still after all yeah. these years it's a, it's a beat have you ever have you ever uh done the pronoun game with a lady because you either can't remember her name or you just don't want to say it in front of somebody no but why would you ask that question because <laughs> that's the premise of the smile on the air <laughs> why would you put me in that position i mean i don't know i don't keep any secrets this is a, this were a fully honest this is like we're slaying on the the, 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 the couch of the shrink here, remember? Come on. Come on. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the trust rate. Okay. For the record, it's a yes. <laughs> not, not a yes. It's a not, yes. It's not a yes. It's not a no. <laughs> it's a no. It's a no. I'm just pondering the question. Come on. Welcome back into the Mike Rutherford Show on a Wednesday. <laughs> Trevor Kelsey in the room. Uh, Jenna, on the mic now. She's wearing sunglasses. Is she ro- Shady Rays, I'm going to assume. No, of course it's Shady Rays. Shady Rays. She's rocking her Shady Rays. Yep. You look, she's sitting in this, the shorter chair. You look very short. I back put there. it down so I could cross my legs. <laughs> you look very, I'm not used to it. I can barely see your face. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, well, I can see now. Yeah, she's like below the monitor. Yeah. Uh, but Jenna is, she's, she, she bailed on us on Monday. Yep. Okay. That's not what happened, but it's pretty much no because showed. she's so upset that Chicago, Chicago sports are crumbling. I she mean, hasn't come up. She just, she's flustered. Yeah. I just laid in bed and cried. As you should. That's why I didn't come. Because I've never done, done that. Yeah. Well. Um, anyways, <laughs> we can talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got ACC stuff to get to because it, the preseason all conference team for football was announced today. Two cards. Two. Two cards received honors. One on both sides of the ball. Would you care to venture a guess as to who those two are? Um, I'm assuming on the offensive side would be our offensive lineman Chandler. Caleb Chandler, correct. Yeah. Uh, on the defensive side. I always screw up his name. The line, our linebacker. No, no defense. No, Ooh. it's one of those two. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> I'm going linebacker. Uh, Yasir Abdullah was not named ah. named all ACC. Kind of a stopping leading returning uh, sacker in the ACC. More sacks than anybody coming back to the conference this year. It's kind of what that goes with being the leader. Yeah, and did not receive uh, a 
a nod on the preseason all conference team. Keyshawn Clark did the cornerback. Yeah, I knew I knew be one of the two, but I, I leaned more towards the linebacker. Trey Clark does get the nod at cornerback. He's a, a opposite of Josh DeBerry from Boston College. The three linebackers that did get the honor above Yasir Abdullah: Drake Thomas from NC State, Trenton Simpson from Clemson, and Peyton Wilson also from NC State. Um, it, if you're looking at the team, we mentioned there's only one preseason all conference team, which seems very dumb. It's especially dumb when you take into account there were eight players from the Coastal Division, including a, uh, a returning guy on special teams from North Carolina, who were named to this team. There were six players just from Clemson who were named to this team. So Jeez. the if you're looking at the 25 players who received all conference accolades, both offensive and defense side. Correct. Right? Okay. If you're looking at the, the 25 players, you got uh, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, three on special teams who received all preseason all accolades. 19 from the Atlantic Division. I think six from the Coastal. <laughs> it's this is why they're getting rid of divisions. I mean, okay, can I take a guess? At maybe the six Coastal. Well, one. I mean, you, you can. I don't think. It, I mean, I'm assuming do you know that many players from the Coastal. No, division? but can I at least name like the team? Hey, Pittsburgh's got two. Uh Pitt has one. One. Okay. Pitt My, has two. Take it back. Okay, two Pitt's, defensive players. Pitt's got two. Um, Boy, I would love to see you try to pronounce this name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Habakkuk Baldonado. Oh, whoa, whoa. What was that name? Oh, what? That's Habakkuk? a biblical Habakkuk? name. I don't know. I've, I've, I've never seen this name. I, can, I don't have no idea how to pronounce it. The first name is uh, Book of the Bible. Okay. Just in case you guys are curious. Is it really? Yeah. I wonder I can't pronounce it. The Book of Habakkuk? H-A-B something with a K in there. Well, there's several Ks. Yeah. That's, I thought the, wait a minute, that's, that's the name of the Bible? There's a book in the name in don't, the don't, Bible. Don't don't try to go down this road. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is in the Bible, yes, Trevor. Okay, so it's like a verse or chapter. No, it's the it's eighth a book. book of the twelve minor prophets of the Bible. Yeah, it's in the Old Testament. It's a prophet. Ooh, Old Testament. That was angry God. Yeah, exactly. That was. Yeah. Anyways, he's he's one of the two <laughs> I players. God, he was cooler on the conference, on the preseason <laughs> conference. ACC preseason player of the year. This is where it gets interesting. Because you've got a lot of quarterbacks in this league. The three top vote-getters were all quarterbacks. In fact, five of the top six vote-getters for preseason player of the year were quarterbacks. Who do you think won out? Who's the preseason player of the year? Who was the only preseason player uh, on the all-conference team at quarterback? Brendan Armstrong? No. Um, Hartman? No. Van Dyke? No. I just like saying that name. Um... Ugliaga? No. It's the guy we talked about this week who I was saying is getting all this preseason love, and you were like, I don't see him popping up anymore. Oh, Dennis Leary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis, uh, Devin, not Dennis Leary. Whatever. Received 48 (laughs) votes for preseason player of the year. He's your preseason ACC player of the year. He also was the quarterback on the all-conference team. Sam Hartman from Wake Forest was second. Sad I can name that many people before I even get to the guy. Yeah. I mean, and and everyone I named, other than the Clemson guy, really, legitimately could be up there. Yeah, Hartman was second in the vote, getting with 30 votes. Tyler Van Dyke from Miami was third with 21 votes. And then Brian B. Brees, the, the defensive tackle from Clemson, the only non-quarterback in this group, he tied with your boy Brendan Armstrong from Virginia they for love, the, they love him. the fourth leading vote-getter with 14 votes. And then Malik Cunningham and North Carolina wide receiver Josh Downs both got 12 votes. Sean Tucker, the running back from Syracuse, also got 11 votes. Miles Murphy from Clemson, defensive tackle, got yeah. five. Another linebacker from Clemson, Trenton Simpson, got three. And then Jamie Jamie Robinson, safety from Florida State, got two. Say the name again. I mean, I'm assuming it's Jamie, but it's spelled J-A-M-M-I-E, <laughs> so I want to call him Jamie. If we play him this year, I'm just going to call him Jamie. I mean, Jamie's a better name for I a defensive Jamie. player, right? It's yeah, got to be Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. But uh, that is your preseason all-conference team. I know some Louisville fans were upset that Yasir Abdullah did not get the nod for all-conference, but he would have been second team. He would have been. And also, if you're taking 11 players out of 14 teams, it would feel 
I, I get this isn't how it works, but it would feel almost wrong to take two from a defense that was as bad as Louisville's was last year, right? <laughs> would, it, it, would it not? I mean, it would, it would sound weird, right? But, I mean, did, does Clemson have any offensive players on it? Uh, do they have any pl- offensive players on the, the first on the yeah. conference team? They have, yes, uh, offensive tackle and the running back, Will Shipley. And their offense was horrible last year. was not great. No, so, I mean, it gets— But it also wasn't—it was—, it was more about how bad it was relative to how good they've been recently. Like they scored, we mentioned they scored thirty or more points in each of their last five games. Yeah, they did. They get, they they came around a little later in the season. It's just Uyunglele was not good. No, he struggled. I think his completion was like low fifties, which is bad in college. It's not good. Yeah. Not good. So there's your your preseason all conference accolades. We thought that. So based on this, and it was sort of weird last year seeing Malik Cunningham get. I think he was like the fourth leading vote getter for postseason conference player of the year, offensive player of the year, and he wasn't first, second, third team. I don't think he was even honorable mention because he didn't get any votes. <laughs> That's how strong this 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 conference is at the quarterback position. And you're facing most of these guys. And in addition to that, you're facing Will Levis from Kentucky. You're facing you know, Central Florida's got a guy who can sling it down there. They always do. You're facing Gabriel transferred, didn't he? Yes, Dylan Gabriel transferred. They they got another transfer quarterback transfer, to they go won't. with to go with Vince Tile, yeah, and Joey Gatewood. He's not going to play. Yeah, I know. So. Like this defense, which has been as widely reported on the show, not great in recent years, is going to have to step up significantly because you're facing almost every week. Tyler Van Dyke's the one guy on that list that you're not going to see this year. You're oh, facing sweet. You're facing Devin Leary. You're facing Sam Hartman. You're facing Brennan Armstrong. You're facing Uyung Lule from Clemson, who a lot of people expect to have a big time bounce back here. You're facing Will Levis from Kentucky, who's getting a lot of preseason draft love. You're facing a Central Florida offense that's always good. Like they're go- like this. I'm not breaking news here if they're not markedly better this team's going to be just average again doesn't matter what Malik does doesn't matter how good Tyon Evans is doesn't matter who steps up at wide receiver I mean, you've said it time and time again Brian Brown the time the time was like two years ago but the time is really now to step and, up and, and I don't and I don't want to resembling a capable defense and I don't want to hear from Brown or from like apologists of him to come out and throw this at me that well I mean you gotta you gotta give him a little bit of leeway look at the defense the offenses he played against no, no, your time of leeway was like 2020. Okay, you're you're out of rope. The 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 the, the, the call the, the leash is done. It's it's pulled completely. There's no more room. It is now it is bleeper. Get off the pot. Yeah. So a lot of metaphors going on. It was in that one. <laughs> it was. <laughs> None of them well put, but they were all there. Well, thank you. That's, that's what I aim for, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and texture points out that U- USF, who we played this year, who was woeful last year they got the the jerry bohannon kid <coughs> excuse me who transferred oh, from him from michigan baylor. oh no Mich- from yeah, baylor, baylor yeah who was the quarterback who was there a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when he was playing so well and he's getting a lot of hype now at usf so like that's i, I know that <laughs> south florida was a terrible team last year but with bohannon there you expect them to be markedly better on offense they'll test you and if you we can be good we can be way better than, at them at every other position but if their passing game's legit and our secondary is as bad as it's been the last couple of years, then that'll be a game too. And that's the one that we've circled and said you can't lose. That's one of the three that you circle and say you should have the upper hand here. This should yes. be a game that goes your way unless something just goes dramatically wrong. But I guess we never did. It's kind of an X factor. We never did you know, go into detail on the game. The three games that we we as you say, quote unquote, should win. I guess we never said we should dominate them, though, right? No, but you still feel like it would be a— It should be a comfortable victory. You shouldn't You shouldn't go into the, even in the fourth quarter. Any point in the fourth quarter, you shouldn't be worried. Which we're, we're, we're circling Syracuse. We're including them in that trio, even though it, that's a game that most odds makers have as like a four-point spread right now in Louisville's favor. So that yeah. feels it feels weird to say that. But 
again, that's the team that most people have at the bottom of their ACC power rankings. It's a team that you've dominated since you joined the conference. You, you, you pretty much dominated them when you were in the Big East. And we've had some not-so-great teams that have beaten some pretty good Syracuse teams by healthy margins. Like, to me, it's one you got to get. Like, oh, you were doubt, so yeah. much better than they were last year, and you weren't that good last year. If they have improved that much and you haven't, what does that say about you? And I don't care about the Carrier Dome. Like, like, you know, I don't care about it being week one. It's, you you got to get that done. I don't care what the spread is. Got to beat Syracuse, and you should beat Syracuse by a fairly healthy margin. I mean, it's locally, I mean, it's the most important opening game short of, like, Indiana has Illinois, which is, I know I'm not going to change subject to the Hoosiers, but, I mean, there's a team who went, like, you know, didn't win a conference game last year despite expectations, and now they're about to play this, the only team that's considered worse than them in the Big Ten this year. So, I mean, they're, they're in a similar boat, but, yeah, you have to. You can't. No, because if you lose it, then you automatically go to the bottom of the barrel in the in the ACC if you're Louisville, and good luck climbing out of that hole. Right. The, the conversation last year going into the Ole Miss game was if you win this one, then all of a sudden you look at the rest of the schedule and you say, who can't we beat on the schedule, right? If you lose this one, this is a different conversation this year. If you lose this one, all of a sudden you look at the rest of the schedule and you're like, well, who can't we lose to? Like, like that's, <laughs> I mean. Which, again, Scott, you don't even have to. You don't even have to put your ear up to the radio this time, but I need you to know, we got to have you beating Syracuse this year, buddy. It's a, a little bit over a month away. You got time to game plan. You got time to get ready. When the time comes, we're gonna need you to go ahead and beat Syracuse. That's a. It's a must at this point. Also, lots of people on the text line are pointing out, Trevor, that they're like you said, Brian Brown apologists, and everybody's like, where are their Brian Brown apologists? No, I don't know. I mean, is he married, got kids, or something? I mean. <laughs> I'm sure fan, well, I guess Scott Satterfield would be one, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Satterfield sure as hell is going to de- defend him to the to the death. I mean, he obviously already has. Texas, not enough people are talking about how this will be the first game Louisville has played at Syracuse when the Carrier Dome has air conditioning. <laughs> the irony in that one. The irony of all ironies, the Carrier Dome for all those years did not have air conditioning. I well, think, it's not the Carrier Dome anymore, And it's though. not the Carrier Dome yeah. anymore, although I ref- will refuse to call it anything I else. What, what, do we know what it's actually called now? Um, Other than big pile of crap. Did they officially rename it? I thought they did. It is now the yeah. It's the JMA Wireless Dome. I'm not, I, it's a really cool. <laughs> so name. good luck. So good. I'm ever calling it the JMA Wireless so no, Dome. No, I don't know. What's no doing. more internet in there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened? It's like the wireless DM center. Oh good lord! So bad. It's For terrible. What? Oh, I hate it's the wireless. So For what? <laughs> I used to have so I used to have the um, even though I never covered games in the press box I had the password for the media Wi-Fi which was always better than the normal Wi-Fi and so my not phone, much <laughs> my, not by much but it was better and so my phone would automatically connect every time I went and we went to Disney on Ice in, in like April and I it, love w- that. it wouldn't connect and I was like oh no they ch-. And I texted Greer I'm like do you have any ideas He's like no I'm sorry I'm like oh they That's changed so it on sad. me uh, my buddy would go to UK games and just annoy me he'd text me like what's the media password. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not at the game. He's like, didn't you text somebody? I'm like, no. Am I going to bug somebody at the game? Be like, hey, my friend's at the stands. Can he have the media password? Texas <laughs> says, and this is a good point, potentially lactose intolerant Trevor said yesterday that he ordered 10 pints of ice cream through Grubhub, then tells us last night that he sat in one place and watched three movies, a favorite TV series episode, <laughs> and somehow sprinkled in a few sitcom episodes. I'm just making sure that I'm all caught up here. Uh, yeah. Yep. Now, the, the lactose thing, I, I don't know. Like, uh, you gave yourself some time to heal. I guess so. Now you're I mean, back in the milkshake. I, mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fall down a well, eyes go crooked. You kick in the head and buy a mule, eyes go straight. I don't know. Could be. I can't explain it. But, uh, yeah, for some reason, I have been able to, no pun, no lack of a better term, stomach, uh, the, the, the ice cream. I don't know if it's something Graders does. 
Shout out to you guys. Maybe they're making plays. Um, I don't know if it's maybe because I'm not mixing it with milk and making like the milkshake, which was what I used to do all the time. Maybe that's maybe it's the, maybe that's the added because I'm not actually drinking milk itself. Sidebar: This is the scariest chair I've ever sat in in my life. <laughs> Look at this. She's yeah. Why are you so low? Well, I put it down so I could cross so my legs. Cross legs. Oh yeah, but that's, that's why I was so high so I could yeah, cross my legs. That's not yeah. the point. The yeah. point is that my hair is going to touch the floor. And Every time you lean back, you feel like you're dying. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. I can't lean back. I, I keep my... Like, I'm going to do it. The office chair I have in my, in my, room, in my house that sometimes I sit in, I have it near a wall because I, I can't sit back. And now y'all really can't see me. Yeah, I can't see you at all. Where did Jenner go? <laughs> the chairs at my sophomore year apartment at Dayton had that same thing where... I don't even know what, why you would set up a chair this way, but like when you lean back the first time, you think like it's you're like dying. A free fall. You're gonna fall. You like, yeah. grab yourself and, like, and you realize they're like unevenly set up on the bottom, so they catch you. But they I, are they? I never give. I don't give them a chance. To these let chairs me figure did. It out. But, like anytime, like the first time anybody would sit on them, they'd be like, "Oh god!" It was hilarious. <laughs> but then like, halfway through the school year, I got so comfortable in them that I would lean back too far, and like I wiped out multiple times while we were like pre gaming to go out there, and it was uh, <laughs> never not embarrassing. It was always fun. But those chairs, though, I don't know why you design a chair to just put the fear of God into somebody when they want to. Have a casual recline. I mean, it's, I guess it's a good thing because I've like if you ever like start dozing off on one and start leaning back and it wakes you up like the. I guess. I just uh, need a little lean, not a lot of lean. Exactly. You know, just a little lean. Right. Texas, I wonder if uh, Goodman watched Eric Bledsoe and John Wall play. Well, Wall started and Bledsoe came off the bench, so I don't know if that's a good comparison. I know. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> Texas, does this, does this Sat Beat Q's campaign matter enough for Big X to set up a road trip for hosts and listeners? No, because we're our road trip's being used on our trip to Detroit to watch the Lions and the Eagles play. Week one, week one. We're Which gonna make a bet on that, by the way. I mean, we're taking a road trip. A small bet. We might. Yeah, like say like um, like if the Eagles win, you ha- you have to watch like at least three movies. I tell you to watch. If the Eagles win, I'm gonna need points. Mike Polvall. You get points. If, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a Lions football game in week one, Trevor. I'm gonna need some points. Like, what, what, what if the Lions? If the Lions do win, what do you want? Salad. No, we don't oh, salad. That's a good one. <laughs> no. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. All right. If we could, like, I would. I'd like to go to that Syracuse game. It'd be a whole lot of fun. But, I mean, if we're gonna save for something, we probably need to save up a little bit more. I'm hoping for bigger and better things in this in this athletic season than the week one game at Syracuse. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. The only That's time all we have to look forward to. I was setting the bar so low. The <laughs> day of the the day of the Syracuse game, the famous Lamar Leap game, like that. I think day we got like Ramsey called me when we were doing the radio show together, and he's like, he's like, we can go with the team, and I'm like, John, first of all, we just got I just got a new puppy. Mary was already going yeah, like that, to that concert. I've told that story yeah. before because we'd gotten Penny that week. And I was like, and also like we can't just bail on the show that day. Like I, somebody's got to stay here and do the show. So I did it, and John was like, "I'll call you when I get there, and I'll give you like the the boots on the ground report, right?" Which there's only so much you can say. I'm like, I'm like, how does Lamar look? Is he look happy? Is he walking well? Is anybody limping? Mm-hmm. And we, so we did the live interview, and John, he's, he kind of does. He's like, "Yeah, the team's looking good. They're going through the stuff." And it was just, you know, he said what he could say. And then I'm like, "All right, we'll be talking to you soon." And he forgot that his mic was on, oh, and he no. brought his brother instead of me, and he's like, "Hey, Jeff." Let's grab a bleeping beer, like right on air. I'm like, well, uh, that was the best part of the whole thing. That made that it doesn't surprise me either. That made it fantastic. I yeah. love how you we both got our puppies around the same time. I know we've we've, talk, we've yeah, talked about that before. Because I was actually videotaping like the like the, the geek I am videotaping my, my, my puppy girls playing with a new toy and in the background you hear Lamar doing the leap. It's like, oh, that's awesome. I got it on someone on tape. <laughs> I just remember that game because uh, Mark Blankenbaker was also there. 
and I remember it was on, for whatever reason, it was on such a delay on the TV as opposed to like the updates that were coming through on Twitter. And he'd already scored like three touchdowns by that point. And I saw like blank tweeted out something along the lines of like, oh my God. And I was so, so when the ball was snapped, like I knew something crazy was about to happen. And then he jumps over the dude. And I'm like, awesome. get, like, get the camera out. Let's, let's start. Like, we, we need to start just like posting these highlights. Like, page views, clicks galore. Like, make sure that we're, we're capitalizing. Because it was a Friday night game. Oh, yeah. There's nobody else playing. Um, yeah, that was just unreal. By the way, I'm told Derek Bledsoe was the starter at UK. I did think that sounded. That, was he? Yeah, because when you asked that, the first thing I thought to my mind was, well, who did start then? Hmm. I, I think he played the off guard. He came off the bench. No, I think he did play off the uh, at the off guard um, position. Well, there you go. I mean, I can have. I don't think. I mean, there's with and especially in, in college basketball. I mean, you can with those three guys. I don't know much about the other two. I, I know about Wagner, but I mean, you you can go small and play those guys probably at the two, three, four. If you go small, yeah. I mean, I mean, like with, in the Duke situation, Zion was a four in college. I mean, he's a four in the pros. Well, but he played five on that team. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying he didn't have to play the three, even though that would be what would assume to be his natural position. And who, like Justin Edwards? How big is he? I don't know. I couldldn't tell you. Because I want to say he's like but, six, seven, six, eight. Well, if he's, then he can play the three, four, two, three, or four. I think because he's. I think he's you like, can play the four, six, seven. I college. feel like he's a three. I mean, he might be a natural three, but doesn't mean he can't play outside that position, though. No, I mean, I think I mean, the I think the issue. I don't think the issue is finding positions for them. I think it's the issue, according to Goodman, is sharing the ball. Because that's well, the I one mean, knock on Dewan <laughs> Wagner and or DJ Wagner. And this was not a Goodman thing. This was people who followed him in Spain. Remember Jonathan Gavoni, who covers the NBA draft mm-hmm, for ESPN, yeah. wrote a big thing saying, talking about DJ Wagner struggling in Spain. And he said, you know, on that New Jersey Scholars team, they've got the big and Bradshaw, but the guys around him, the offense is basically like ISO, DJ, make something happen one-on-one every single time. And he said playing in a sort of an organized team environment with a lot of talent around him, he looked like he didn't really know how to fit in. And he did not play well uh, on that, that Team USA team. Like, he, as the tournament went on, was getting fewer and fewer minutes. I think he only averaged, like, six points per game or something. Like, he didn't shoot no, it well from three. No. And that's going to be something, if you go to UK, I mean, you're going to have guys around you who are going to want the ball. Like, you can't just dominate. You're going to have to work in the, the team function. But that is one thing I'll give. I and mean, that's something you can say for almost any recruiting class. Kentucky gets so is how they're going to share the ball with some of these well, guys. I mean, it's not in the, the first era of Cal, like, not so much recently. Like they've, you know, yeah, but I mean. This hasn't really been the case where you've had three top five guys that are all superstars that are all ball dominant. And the one thing I will say about Cal, at least in that first, like, six years, when he was bringing in those classes that did have, you know, this guy took a million shots in AAU, this guy took a million shots in AAU. He's better than anybody in the college game when it comes to getting all these five-star guys to put team first, right? Yeah. And I mean, Anthony Davis deck gets tossed around a billion times. Uh, you know, he was Still. fourth on the team in scoring. Exactly. Yeah, shots taken. He was fifth. Like, all that stuff. Like, Cal's really good at that. When other schools have tried to do the same thing that Cal's done and had super classes with a couple of five-star guys that, uh, you know, averaged obscure numbers, absurd numbers in, in, in high school, it hasn't gone great. And Cal Perry somehow finds a way to kind of get everybody on the same page. You assume that he's going to be able to do it in some way. I'm more – I understand the point that Goodman's trying to make as somebody who's seen all these players. I'm certainly more – I hate to say this. I'm more Team Roush in this argument. <laughs> if you can have three of the top five players oh, in America – Oh, Roush actually ever listen to the show, he'd be so exactly. happy. Exactly. If you can have three of the top five players in America, you take three of the top five I players agree, in America yeah. and you kind of work out any sort of quote-unquote problems that may arise out of that. Like that's – it's a no-brainer to me. It's like, oh, you're going to have so many problems if you win a million dollars. I'll take that challenge. The only other recruiting note to get to when we're talking about the 2023 class that uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about yesterday because, you know, as the Mike Rutherford show tends to do, 
We never have guests, and then when we do, it's like seven on in one show. The most loaded show we've ever. Yeah, had. we had like no time to Who talk. Was here? Well, we had an hour with Damian Lee. We had Nick Kerr on the show. Sean Moth had an impromptu drop in. Yep. Like all that stuff happened. So yeah, it was a it was kind of a wild day. But Xavier Booker, we we'd looked down the list as, as far as like twenty twenty three guys that maybe we could get in on that we haven't yet as far as five star prospects. Booker is the number three overall player in the twenty four seven sports ranking. He's from Indianapolis. He doesn't get talked to a whole lot in the summer because he doesn't play on any of the AAU circuits. He doesn't play EYBL. He doesn't play Adidas Nations. He doesn't do that stuff. But he was offered by Chris Mack, got re-offered by Kenny Payne back in May, and he cut his list of schools to 10 a, a couple of days ago, did not include Louisville. So that was kind mm. of a— you know, Now, was he the one that, that Payne went and visited, uh, not during the Spain trip, but— uh, No. The okay. answer to your question is no. Right. Uh, he's 6'10 power forward from, from Cathedral in Indianapolis. Wouldn't that be seriously? He said no. I think he's, yeah, whatever question you're about to ask, the answer <laughs> was no. Even care. He's just saying no. Watch it be true, too. Watch me be right. No, no. But Booker was not. He, I, I think he's probably going to go to Michigan State, which is going to just drive Indiana and Purdue fans nuts. But no. we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But that was kind of, it was a bummer not to at least get on the, the final 10 list there. When was the um, last time Indiana got a top recruit that wasn't from Indiana? Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. I'm serious. He was a he was a big recruit, and I think he he wasn't from Indiana. I don't believe. May have been. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. Their best I, players have been like not big recruits in recent years. I mean, yeah. I mean, even I mean, even when somebody like Oh Depot, but he was only like a three. star He was not a big recruit. Coming yeah, high he was. School. He was another radar guy. But Zeller was the big guy in that class, and he's Indiana. Yeah. Man, I mean, I know they do a decent job of getting some uh, the occasional five star kid or four star. Eric high Gordon's from Indianapolis. Yeah. I mean, Romeo obviously. But, I mean, more often than not, I mean, they're always Indiana kids only. And they usually only get, like, one of, like, the six good ones in the year. Which has been – the irony is Indiana fans for so long were just complaining about not getting the best players from Indiana. Like, we just need to take the Indiana All-Star team and make them the Hoosiers and all And then they start – I mean – Like, Archie Miller comes in and he's like, okay, here we go. All these Indiana kids. And guess what? The teams sucked. I mean, the problem is, is that they, they, well, A, they never get them all because Michigan State is constantly stealing a They've couple gotten of them. enough over the years for that but, argument to be kind of thrown out the window. Like, but like the, the Garrett Gordon year, if they get what the other members of what was known as the Super Six, I mean, that would have been a loaded ass team. Well, they shouldn't even got Eric Gordon. They should have gone to Illinois. But. I know. I mean, well, <clears throat> and, and they also, but they should have had George Hill. He was signed to go to Indiana, and then when his grandmother got sick, he decided to stay to Upui. Went so. to Upui, and he was yeah. a baller. He was good. So I mean, because so I mean that that they kind of lost down that one too. The one that they always overlooked, Courtney Lee. Yeah, you you always bring that up. He was he was like the least looked at of all that group at six. He was very good. Went to Western, was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, hour number two is on the way. We're going to talk a little conference realignment before we take a break, though. Reminding you <laughs> about our in. friends <laughs> over at AirServe EMTs for your air conditioning available twenty four seven. Focused on air quality and energy efficiency, whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, AirServe is going to make sure that your home has the highest quality air and that you're comfortable and breathing well all summer, all winter, all fall, all spring long. Give them a call today at 502-264-9662 or go to their website, airserve.com backslash Louisville. That's A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll return with hour number two of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. I'm so in love with you. 
I can tell you it is. Now, I, could I have told you before I did the songs today? Probably not. But I know, like, every word. I do, too. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. The name no, of the song? No, the song's amazed. I just said amazing. Uh, no, it's Lone Star. Lone Star. Yeah. I was thinking Black, uh, was it Blackheart who did the uh, Goodbye Says It All? Absolute jam. I don't remember that like one. Like 90s country back in the day. I mean, this this is a country song, right? It's like country pop, though. I mean, yeah, but I, I feel like it was done by somebody else, dude. Blackhawk was goodbye says it all. I played those backwards. That's my bad. It's okay. The yeah. next one will be out of order. <laughs> what are you doing, Jen? Wait, Jenna. I opened all of Damn them it. so it would be oh, easier. Jenna. Oh God. And then Trevor started talking no, to me about my life. Get out. Trevor started asking me about my life. I got stressed out. No, oh, well, that happens. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not back on Jenna's side. <laughs> What if we get team? What's this team, Jenna? She didn't do anything to convince you. Well, I, I, I all she did was screw her up and then make excuses, and you're on her side. Because oh. I've been in her shoes many times, where I'm Easy. trying to focus on something, you start asking me something overly personal, and then I get flustered, and then I'm lost, and this show's off the rails. Why are we so flustered at personal questions? I, I'm a curious person. Yeah, <sighs> I do like I do like to test people questions. Maybe it's the fact that the only, when I was at Wagner, the only two classes I get good grades in were communications and psychiatry. Yeah, communications class in high school. Yeah, Mr. Dinch, yeah. Like just a like, public just called communications? Well, was, I probably called something else. This is where we made uh, video editing and commercials and, and did... That is a a digital design class. Something like that, yeah. I love that class. It's the only one I... I mean, plus, you know, Dinch, I think he's at Jeff now, I believe. Jeff High School over in Southern Indiana. He, he runs... Of course, they have a huge radio department over there. Go Red Devils. Um, he's... Uh, yeah, he used to... I worked at a video store... At, at, uh, after school, and I would uh, he'd let he'd let me just hang out and ditch cl- all the other classes and hang out in his office and watch Sports Center. If I brought him free rentals from the video plays, are hmm. you are you a Red Devils fan? Me myself? No, Mike. Oh no, I just shout him out. No, he's no, no he hates who? No, he's a I'm New Albany a, guy. No, who's my squad? New Albany. They're no, the no, best. No. The rivals. No, no, just baseball though. Oh, because okay. they follow me on Twitter. Because New Albany and Red and Jeff are not. But I'm friends. You, you know, I'm a Silver Creek guy. Oh, is it Silver, Silver Creek? Silver Creek's baseball team is really good. I adopted Silver Creek because I They're the Dragons, I believe. I don't know. I, I don't care. That's all I, I'm, I'm Silver Creek until okay, I die. Okay, so I was asking because I don't, I'm sure that you don't keep up with a lot of high schools. but um, Just they, baseball. Okay, well, last <laughs> they're on our year, air. maybe two years ago, they had a girl who played football. It was like their first I remember girl this. or whatever. Yeah. It's my dad's best friend, his daughter. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she and plays Jeff? for like... Yeah, she plays for like Louisville City's um, travel soccer team. Very cool. Didn't know that. She's like really good at life. There was also yeah. a there was a, a girl who kicked I think a couple of field goals last year at uh, Holy Cross. I know, yes, which was awesome. Do you remember when Louisville had the female kicker? I don't. I don't know if she actually. I don't know if she actually played a game, but it was Ron Cooper's last year, I believe, ninety three, ninety four. Uh, now that you say that, it kind of sounds like she was on the team. But I don't know. I don't think she actually got on the field. Well, I know she didn't get on the field because if she had, no one would give Sarah Fuller any credit. Because that was her claim when right, she was the first Randy, Division the first, One. Yeah, She's the first to score. Well, maybe that's what yeah. it was. Okay. But I'm pretty sure the girl kicker Louisville didn't. I don't think. She, maybe she was just in, like, spring practice and stuff and didn't make the cut. But I, know, I don't remember that. But I know she was on the roster, like, kind of on the roster in a way to where. Kind of. Well, I'm just saying it was talked about in the newspapers. I wouldn't, you know, not online because we didn't have. Computers back then, but every it's not time, my family. Every time I hear the story about like any of the girl kickers, and like I'm, I'm all for it. It's great. It's always fun. But you don't, you don't go Clay Travis on us. No, 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 not, <laughs> not gonna do it. Clay Travis. But all I can think about is the Gary. Do you remember when there was the, the female kicker at Colorado? 
and she got oh man yeah and she like she like sued the school yeah. because she said she got and Gary Barnett well I mean it, he didn't handle it well but the way the quote was made made me laugh every single time because he said this quote he's like because not only was Katie a girl she was terrible. Like that was oh, the no. exact quote. Like he basically is trying to say, like, like that's an excuse for what happened. He's to basically her. trying to say, like it didn't matter if she's you know male, female, alien, you know whatever. She wasn't she a good kicker. Sucked. She sucked at kicking. And like he's he's you could tell he's flustered. He's like Katie. It didn't matter if she was a girl. She was terrible. And like the way he said it, it was just it was so mean. But also like I was like, well, I mean, if she couldn't kick an extra point, then she couldn't get an extra point. I think like, Gary Barnett had a lot more problems than just dealing. Should have never left Northwestern, my man. The crazy thing is all that stuff that happened in Colorado. Two years probation. That's it. Yeah, that's the way it works. That was basically what Louisville did on like times fifty, they, yeah. what they did, and then uh, yeah, but no, they got nothing. Of course, didn't happen during Twitter days. Did not happen during Twitter days. <laughs> um, man, I'm just looking at these uh, this visual of okay Lamar Jackson a... potentially being the most entertaining college football player ever. Yeah, he was he was up there. No I question. mean, I know it's cliche, but right there with Vic, I think so. I mean, there's Johnny Manziel's got to be up there. I, not even Manziel. Manziel at his peak, he was very entertaining. I guess, but not, not even Manziel did I sit there and want to have to watch every play he was under center, thinking he was going to do something amazing. Like the only two times, the only two guys I could, in my lifetime, Vic and and, John, and and Jackson, are the only two. I'm a little bit um, Major Harris when I was a kid, at, when he was at uh, West Virginia. Speaking of exciting players and and West Virginia, did you see that? Remember Noel Devine, the uh, lightning quick little. Like five foot six running back who was so good during the White Slayton era. He was a couple years younger than, than Pat White and Steve Slayton. He came in. Was he, he just, the one that got injured that Slayton replaced? No, 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 no. That was the, he. He was a couple years behind them. Oh, behind them. Okay. But he had this. He was like a five star recruit. He had the one of the most absurd high school highlight tapes you're ever going to see. Like it was. He was known for that. Like it was okay. a, a big deal when he went there. Anyway, he has a kid who just got a scholarship offer from West Virginia. It's apparently going to go there. <laughs> I was like, I'm not ready for this. I, I don't. No, that, that nothing makes you. Poor. Oh, man. I mean, there's nothing in life makes you feel older than when you see the kids or players that you you. It's want. happening too often. Like, Kenya Martin Jr. is now in the NBA, like, playing well. I'm like, here's, eh, here's the sad part. Like, you're, start, you're, you're at least getting the kids of guys you grew up watching to a degree, right? Like, yes. I'm, I'm getting now, I'm getting, like, grandkids mm-hmm. of people I grew up on like, coming out. Like, I've, I've gone long past, like. You're not that much older than I am. Like, <laughs> you're five just, years older than I am. I know, but still, I mean, it's five years is a big difference. Like it happened in five years. Let's look at a couple of conference realignment things that happened today. One, I loved the um, – there was a quote from a current Pac-12 AD that said, I don't know where all this the Big 12 stuff is better, uh, where that stuff's coming from. You wouldn't trade our troubles for theirs, which I thought was a little bit interesting. Pac-12 may be holding firm. But the big story today from uh, Dennis Dodd over at CBS, who's been yeah, covering all this stuff, ad nauseum since it started. Quote, the Big Ten is evaluating – this, this the, the phrasing just makes me want to vomit. <laughs> the Big Twelve, the Big Ten is evaluating the worthiness. Oh, I saw that you quote tweeted this of adding Cal, Oregon, Stanford, and Washington from the Pac-12 to expand its conference to at least twenty teams. Evaluating the worthiness. Are you worthy <laughs> of even lining up on the field with the Michigan Wolves? Are they going to make them walk past the uh, the two statues like in uh, Neverending Story? See if they don't think it's, if they're worthy, and then they, they get shot down. Give them some sort of U.S. history test. I mean, they're like, <laughs> mother bleeper, we're from Stanford. Like, no, dude, up. to check worthiness, no, you've got to like, like see if they can walk across coals or something. Evaluating the worthiness. Can you play in the cold? Can you <laughs> we'll simulate 20-degree temperatures in Ann Arbor? Like, uh, Goosebumps, you're out. I, mean, I don't know why. Leap off, Big Ten. Get out of my I, I'm just picturing when, you know, when Indiana Jones had to go through the, 
the the tunnel to get to the the last grail. We <laughs> we deem you unworthy. <laughs> I mean. Just, I mean, really, how, how does the Big Ten think it is? Who's who's going to look down on it? Yeah, who's going to consider them worthy? Was Rutgers worthy? Like, how did Rutgers get past worthiness? Rutgers, <laughs> you are worthy just because they're Scarlet Knights. I mean, are we going to do a reality show out of this? Like, we're going to give a rose to an AD and see if he survives and moves on to the next next round. You have made the Big Ten. Like, yeah. I'm just turn him down because he has to like swoops in at the last second, drunk on a bike. Ripped. On a bike? Yeah. yeah. Classic yeah. SEC bad boy image. Just like showing up, like, get on the bike. Looking like James Cow's D. like, okay, I'm out. The cigarettes rolled up in their sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're slicked back. Just calls Cal the B word. Like, oh, I love it when you say that. Oh, no. Get on, get on the bike, B. What, what if we do like a, like, like you tell Cal they didn't make it? But no, don't, don't fret because we're gonna, we got a compensation prize for you. We're going to send you to the ACC. It's like getting turtle wax. It's like, okay. The second of the two showcase showdown <laughs> packages. That's what it is. Did you just yawn on the air again on me? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was just over there. Right there. Apparently, she didn't find our jokes humorous. She did. She was clearly bored by them. We're going to send you to beautiful Syracuse, New York. <laughs> That's right, Bob. <laughs> Jim Bayon, coach of 75 years. Famous for picking his nose. You get to hang. You get to hang out in the car- What was once known the Carrier Dome. They now have AC, but don't look for wireless. And don't stop now. We're sending you to beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> like, okay. We good? No, yeah, no. we got that out. No. That's all out of my system. Not okay. yet. <laughs> just imagine the ACC is the second showcase. It's just, it's a, <laughs> your one free appearance on Packer and Durham. R.I.P. Oh, it's now, now only in podcast form. <laughs> is it really in podcast form? No, but just, oh, no. for the sake of the joke, just you, let me do this. You get to hang out in Clemson, South Carolina. <laughs> Where Davo Sweeney will sit on your lap. Are you religious? <laughs> you will be when you take a trip to, to Davo's church camp. Get that suntan lotion. It's Tallahassee, Florida. is <laughs> in your future. I'm done. I thought you all were done. Tallahassee's <laughs> not that bad against the destination. It's, like, it's not great. It's like if you can't get into Destin. Oh. <laughs> That's where you go. <laughs> Evaluating the worthiness of those schools. So I, I guess, I mean, it, it, would Washington even be interested in joining? Like, do they even think the Big Ten is worth? If is I'm like, watching Oregon, I don't even. I wouldn't even look at the Big Ten unless I get not accepted to the SEC. At this point, if you can go to the Big Ten or the SEC, and I, I guess this is probably for everybody besides Notre Dame, you're picking the SEC, right? Yeah, the SEC is going to be the mo- the more stable of the two. Oh, yes, the most, yes, clearly the more. Desirable. They have the most money. They have the most money. They have the most prestige. They have now, unless you consider like a challenge, something you don't want to deal with. Then the Big Ten, while still tough, is is probably a little easier to deal with than the SEC. Obviously, would be in conference. Yeah, but I, I I think at this point, like these moves aren't being made for wins and losses. Like they're, they're not being made for st- most strategically. Are, well, it's being yeah. made for money and stability. Like yeah. that's what the, that's where this is. Because if it was just about wins and losses and what's best for the fans and what's best for the schools, UCLA and USC don't move. Like, like they were comfortable in the Pac-12. They had a, they were in a good position in the Pac-12. They were the two biggest brands. They've done well in football over the years. They have, you know, they've been 
top tier in basketball in recent years. They seem to be headed in the right direction and all that. Like you don't move when that's the case. No. This is for stability and for money. And you see, like we found out after the fact was hemorrhaging money. Like they were going to have to cut multiple sports, and now they're getting a portion of this gigantic TV deal, which is set to be done according to Kevin Warren today in quote a few weeks with Fox. Like this is going to save those programs that they were going to cut. Like they were operating at a like. $10 million deficit or something. Probably because they're paying Chip Kelly like $8 million. That's probably – didn't help. I mean, that just didn't help at all. Poor Mick Cronin's getting paid. I mean, well more than he's worth. I mean, maybe, maybe cut some of the coaches back a little bit. Maybe. Um, Even though Chip Kelly actually is doing well there right now. He is. Like there. I said, both those programs yeah. are kind of headed in the right direction now, or at least it seems like it. Uh, estimates for the Big Ten media rights deal are still at $1 billion annually, which is absurd. But – one billion dollars annually. Yes, I'm surprised it's that low. What are we doing? One billion dollars. Do Fox pay WB to watch like, Minnesota? Fox paid WD over a billion a year for their contract. Can you imagine one billion dollars for a a product that includes like Minnesota versus Rutgers in November? Still better than SmackDown. I would just like to backtrack to say you had like four opportunities to do a really good Doctor Evil impression and you just skated right mm. back. I can't do a Doctor Evil. One billion dollars. Mm. Yeah. That was uh-huh. very growly. Trevor, I mean, also, Jenna, like, you're tackling jokes from, like, 1999. Come on. Yeah. You weren't even born when that joke started. I'm sorry. Was it, was, did it come out in 1999? I was in grade school. I mean, it sounds about so right. So Jenna could Who not have been. Who says grade school? Did you, go to, did you go to Catholic school? I did go to Catholic ah. school. For part of it. <laughs> but, like. Dude, we say elementary school, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's elementary school and, and middle, middle school. school. You say elementary, but middle, high. you say grade school for both until high school. Well, I don't say grade school. Grade school doesn't count. Grade school is, is middle or elementary, right? Correct. Okay. That's, a, that's a Catholic school thing, though. Is but that I, a Catholic term? Okay. I went to public school until fifth grade, and then I was Catholic school like through then. See, I never. I was all public school, so I was all. So you just say you say elementary school. Uh, grade. Zachary Taylor Elementary, but yeah, Westport Middle. Well, no, no one says junior high. Was it? What's, what's junior high? Middle seventy-two. Yeah, junior high has been referenced like the eighty, early eighties. Oh, why that's not seventy-two. Why are, guys, why are you guys bullying me? I mean, just saying. I feel like it was older than that. Does anybody say, probably? You're probably right. I about love that. my grandma, but she says junior high. Yeah, junior high is no one's called. This it is religious high. persecution. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Yes, it is. It's just a fact. You're, you're ganging up on the Catholic. <laughs> this is, I'm gonna fight back. Are you gonna cry? Smite them. <laughs> Smite them. Roll reversal there. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says Trevor forgot about Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is probably the most exciting college player mm. I ever saw. Reggie Bush was too. Yeah. I mean. But Reggie Bush always was on the was on the field every play like Vic court. and Jackson. I mean, you had you had White out there sometimes as well, Lindell. But still, like he. I mean, that Fresno game alone. Yes. So I was, I was about to say I that mean, the Fresno that game, State game. Yes. We were visiting. It was my sophomore year, of co- my freshman year of college. No, that was a Thursday night too, wasn't it? It was a no. It was a, a Saturday night. It was a night game. Well, obviously, it was that, late because yeah, yeah. we were. I was visiting a buddy at Miami of Ohio, and we were at the bar, and like nobody else was paying attention to this game, and I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, I know we're having a good time, but I've, I've got to, I've got to watch this game. I mean, it's and I'm, I'm like the only person watching when he does the move along the sidelines where he put the ball behind his back, so and I'm like, crazy. I'm losing it. I'm like, how are you? Like, this is, this, what are we doing? What are you guys doing? Watch the damn game. I mean, he had 500 some yards by himself. It was incredible. And and he people single handedly won that game. And that game, and I think they ended up winning by more than like a single digit. I think they won by like 70. It was like 63 to 49 or something. Yeah, but it was Fresno was like, I want to say was like up in that game. They were up 35 to 14 at one point. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. that. That's when I was like, okay, now you have my attention. I'm gonna start watching. <laughs> you had my curiosity. Now, now you, you have, have my attention. attention. That, that's how I felt. But that game was absolutely unreal. 
The other time we were at Miami, Ohio, I visited my buddy twice. But, but you can't say that. The first game. time was the Jared Lorenz in Arkansas, the nine overtime or whatever that was, seven overtime. Oh, uh, was it Clint Starner or whatever was the Arkansas quarterback, I think? I think that's right. By the way, 50 to 42 was the, the final of that game. Now, was that the game Arkansas got? That wasn't UK Arkansas overtime game, wasn't the one where the Arkansas got fell and like fumbled the ball and it snapped. Like he just he just tripped over his own two feet. I don't remember. I just know that. Because Arkansas played like two seven overtime games that year. All I remember is that game, Arkansas winning and the whole Lorenzen like yelling at the crowd when they were leaving, like, y'all gonna miss a hell of a game. And they did. But Arkansas they, weirdly, I think I want to say both in the same year played like two seven overtime games in the same season. Might be right. Texas says uh, Trevor, I bought tickets to Eagles Colts game in November in Indy. Go Philly! Nice Eagles Colts. That's that's in Philly, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it's in, in Indy. Oh, they're playing in Indy. Oh, they. That's right. November. They are. Yeah. I might have to check that. I went to the last time they were in Indy was uh, Monday Night Football. I went to that game and uh, Eagles won. Texas Trevor stopped drinking to go on a dairy and fast food bender. I thought it would be the scariest chair because of Trevor's lactose intolerance. <laughs> The leather's like all melted on the bottom of the chair. <laughs> Texas, Oregon is more worthy than UCLA and USC, considering they've been more successful in football and basketball over the last decade. Yeah, we said that. Like, if this were just about wins and losses, Oregon's been the better program in football and basketball over the last decade. They've been to a Final Four. They've been to the college football playoff. They play for the national title um, in football. Man, when did they go to the college football? That was like, has that been? It's been just under ten years, hasn't it? Well, they played Florida State in the title game right they played auburn in the title game yeah and that was and in they, like 13 then, though that was in like 12 and they played in the playoff i think the second or first year it was around okay so still and usc hasn't made the no playoff, they haven't really no. they haven't sniffed it and ucla hasn't yeah. either and like washington's USC been in the, in the college football playoff too like if you're looking at just on field performance in football washington and oregon have been the pac-12's best programs over the last decade yeah. basketball washington has, has fallen off a cliff recently but oregon's been wow. better so, but it's not, it's about brands. And you and I had this discussion when we were talking about if you could pick one Pac 12 school to come play in your stadium, to see, you know, go to a Louisville game, you tailgate all day, you walk in the stadium, you want to see one helmet come out of that visitor's tunnel, you're picking USC. Yeah. I think Oregon actually would be second for me above UCLA. And I think but Oregon. It's all about the brand. I think Oregon would get some votes, especially in the, it, it would skew to the younger side. You're probably right. I think, because Oregon's still, I think, because I think some, I'm not saying like teenager, but then again, I am. And that might be the one that's more important because those are the ones you're recruiting. Is that yeah? I think Oregon, but but it should be USC because I mean you're right. I mean how long's in? I mean those the Bush days are ancient to some kids now. Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean some, I mean that was 2005. Jenna was, Emma Jenna was, was like three four years, years old. old. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She's 21 now. So four. I mean, <laughs> God, that makes me feel terrible. It's awful. Uh, Texas says I can see Trevor speaking at a funeral and starting with this reminds me of the movie. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's good. You would make the eulogy all about yourself. It would just be all I, about you. First of all, I've given a eulogy. You have? Yeah. Did you I, make I, it all I'm about yourself? Fortunately, had way too been to way too many funerals uh, in my time. Look what you did. You made it grim. I mean, now yeah. Now he's got macabre. Macabre. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> I like that. But heard that phrase in forever. It was used on a random uh, raising uh, raising hope episode. Um, yeah, but all right. I didn't make it all about me. No, I did not. This reminds me of... Just about the of, things he was interested in. <laughs> this just, was there a movie comparison made? There could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dre's I didn't, but Zach's maybe. No. <laughs> but I know I know one I didn't, yeah. Texas, the Big Ten rejection letter to those schools, quote, I award you no points and may have God, may God have mercy on your <laughs> That's a great line. Texas, y'all sounding like Tom Cruise and a few good men right now. You can't handle the truth. Did you order the code red? <laughs> Y'all sounding like. Do you know? Y'all sounding like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is. A, I'm gonna. 
full disclosure, because we are in the trust tree here. In we, we are. I didn't never saw that movie until like four or five years ago. Oh, I like that movie. Like, I knew the movie, obviously. But it was one of those movies, I guess, like, I had heard so many quotes from it and knew about it and yada, yada, yada. To the point where I just was like, oh, why don't I bother watching it? There's a, And then I finally watched it like three or four years. It's been about, maybe four years ago, five years ago. I finally watched it and I was like, this movie's damn good. It's a good it's movie. really good. There's a whole like TikTok account where they use like the Snapchat filters that make your face look funny. And like the guy will hold up the phone to the movie on TV. And so like the, the people's faces will be like, and they'll make this weird face in the filter. And he did the, you can't handle the true scene from A Few Good Men. And like, I showed it to Mary the other night. One of the hardest I've ever seen a human being laugh <laughs> in my entire life. Like I've got to show you during the break because it's it, the best part about every video is the guy hold trying to hold the camera the phone steady and not laugh while he's doing it because it's hysterical. But uh, it, it's a brilliant idea. Born on the Fourth of July, still never watched it. I've seen it. It's yeah, I maybe mean, it's the Tom Cruise thing. Maybe I'm just not a big Tom Cruise fan. Texas Trevor is funnier when he doesn't try. <laughs> Do I try? Sometimes. When have I tried? You are sometimes you're, you're sometimes you're intentionally hilarious. More times you're unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> Hey, I won't try. I'm sorry. I'll definitely sit back and be lazy. Texture says this is the dad joke of the day. Lactose intolerance. I suffer from wild can intolerance. They make me sick. Mm. Oh, that good of a dad it's joke. Bad. bad. Like, it's not good, bad. That just, like, seems very forced. Texture says I'm 24 and instantly thought of Oregon, not USC. Yeah, that, that might be a thing. I mean, USC certainly has more history. I think they still, they've been more nationally relevant during, like, my lifetime. Because those, I mean, those Bush liners, the, the, white teams yeah. were as good as it got like that those teams were absolutely unbelievable three years of dominance only one title though that's kind of i weird. know but still like they were they were the team you wanted to watch if you could mm-hmm. pick any team to watch on a given saturday you wanted to watch yes. them play and they've had some some really good teams both before and after that in my lifetime but i can see if you were like this person like 12 13 years younger than me how oregon would be more i mean the the, the ridiculous offense the crazy jerseys um, they, they've certainly been better the last 10 years i can see that just the connection with Nike in general. That too. I mean, I think so. I'm not sure if you paid attention to Big Ten Media Day at all, but I don't understand the point of any of these reporters repeatedly asking these coaches about their thoughts on USC and UCLA joining, even if they personally hate it. Do you really expect them to say it at a publicity, uh, at a conference event, publicly at a conference event? Yeah, it's. I guess you, you have. Hope. I guess you have to ask the question. <laughs> yeah. But it's like asking, it's like going to the Democrat or Republican national convention and asking one of these senators about the nominee. Like, do you think they're going to be like, actually, I think Biden sucks. Actually, I think Trump is terrible. Like, I think I wish it was Mike Pence. Or I wish I got a better chance of that actually happening than you do at a, at a Big Ten media day. Maybe. I, I don't know. But like, it's, you're not going to get an honest quote about that. Because I, I, if I had to guess. I mean, come on. How awesome would it be if you asked Ryan Day and he goes, those bastards can suck it. UCLA. <laughs> what are they, like 100? They haven't been good my whole life. Is it basketball? This basketball question? <laughs> wrong, wrong sport media day there, buddy. <laughs> I would like it if they were just more honest about like, stuff like that. Like, you know, USC, what do we have to gain by playing them? But it's, it's just not going to happen. But no. I get why the question has to be asked, but I also get why you're not going to ever get anything more than a canned answer. Texas says, quote of the day, the Old Testament. Ooh, that was angry God. <laughs> it was. It was good. You're not wrong. I mean, when you, if you're going to read, the, if you're, if you're going you're gonna to read, you know, a, a fairy tale of the, the Bible, then... The Old Testament's the better part. It's the more angry one. You know, the happy New Testament's boring. Like, I, 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 I want raining sulfur and, you know, frogs falling from the sky. And I want, I want that cool stuff. Sorry, I just got tagged in a tweet. And Jordan, if you're listening to this, I don't know why you tagged me in this. But it's, Michael? A, it's an, no, Jordan Blair. It's an AP story that just says, 
People in the Japanese city of Yamaguchi have come under attack from monkeys that are trying to snatch babies, biting and clawing at flesh, and sneaking into nursery schools. A special unit has been hired to hunt the animals with tranquilizer guns. And the attached image is a monkey staring creepily through a window into a room. I don't know why Stupid monkey. I don't know why I was tagged in this, but that's a horrifying story. What's going on in the world? I, mean, I feel like it's all ending. I feel like everything's coming to an end. It's a call in the I feel like we all need to get right. A monkey stole my baby. It'd be horrifying. I mean, They're not gonna take care of that baby. They don't know. They don't understand nap schedules. You don't know that. I mean, they could clean it at least. They can't mix a bottle of formula. They have no idea what they're doing. Picking the, the bugs off the back of the baby's baby's head. Baby's not gonna last three days. Those monkeys. What is happening? I mean, where's this set, by the way? Jap- uh, Japan, Japanese Japan? city of Yamaguchi. Oh, that's not good. My cousin lives in Japan with a newborn. Well. Holy crap, I can get caught on the phone. The the I got to make sure little baby Margaret's okay. Go make a call. We're about, to have, we're about to go to break. You need to go ahead and make that call right now. What is happening? What's going on in the world? Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about Are a... someone f- training these monkeys to do it? Like the evil villain? I'll do some research during the break. We'll find out about it. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about a former almost card who was cut today. Um, relive a little bit of some takes from that. It's a nice little tease. You like that? It's like the former almost. And then card. I've got. We're gonna play Battle of the Generations between Trevor and Jenna on a very hot button topic. I want to hear the, both of their responses. I want to know because I fall in one of these two groups. I feel like I'm gonna be on the older side here, but we'll find out coming up after the break. Is this gonna be questions I don't know about? No, no, no. It, it's okay. going to be a preference thing. This okay. will be something you are both very – you will have a preference on this. I got okay. no questions. I want to go in fresh. Okay, good. <laughs> Congrats. Bonus points for Trevor. Trevor already sucking up right before we even start the debate. Uh, that's coming up Handsome next year on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. Every little thing that you do, baby, I'm amazed by you. Seems my life is gonna change. I close my eyes, begin to pray. What? What, what are all the songs the that? What's, what's happening? There's the theme today. This is from that time where don't don't fade that down like yet. Let day. that play a little bit. Okay. Arms wide open. It's that brief time period. I've talked about this before, where everybody sang like this. You can sing any '90s song using a vowel. A-I-O-U. <laughs> I don't like it. Can, okay. You don't like today's you don't like today's music? Well, I don't know what the theme is. No hate, but why did you start it right there? That was like It's the beginning of the song. Because it's beginning no, of the song. It, no, it's because it, it's like fifteen seconds in because the other fifteen seconds is just instrumental. Okay. I like to get the lyrics going. A yeah, bit. but usually you start it at like part where it's gonna get hype soon, you know, and that was so Well, people because the beginning of the sometimes the beginning of the song's perfect. And it, it only okay. took what fifteen seconds to get into the the, the a lot of times I will start it closer to the chorus because some songs takes too long to get there. Yeah, and some Mike doesn't know it unless the chorus is, which is understandable. Yeah, it happens. So, but that's uh, yeah, but that song, yeah, like the Lone Star song, I started like at thirty something because the chorus was didn't start to like a minute in. I'm not gonna we're gonna listen to it for a whole minute to get to the chorus because we want to hear the chorus, right? Of course. I mean, not Creed's chorus because Creed sucks, but yeah, it's what it is. There's a thing that you have a guess what it might be. I have no guess. And it's not songs that suck. <laughs> that would be a good theme, though. We've had be... Say My Name. We've had With Arms Wide Open. Are they all from the same year? They are. This is, I want to say, like 2001. No, you are wrong. Oh, t- three. 2000. 
No. Yes. Yes. Mm. All all these songs today were at one point number one songs. Number one songs in two thousand. Okay, yes. I like that. Um, what wh- what's happening with these monkeys? Like like. <laughs> Leave the monkeys be. Wow, out nope. of context. What a great statement. Stop. What is going on with these Stop. monkeys? So we mentioned so much there's a good spanking. There's a Japanese city <laughs> that has like had that. 58 different monkey attacks. They're wow. snatching babies. They're biting. They're clawing people. They've had to hire a, a attack force to take these monkeys out. And now somebody else just sent me a, a tweet from monkeys in India stole a four month old baby and threw him off a roof and killed him. I mean, I feel like this is some sort of uprising. I feel like this is. Where is James Franco at? I, I feel like it's happening. I feel like they've evolved. I feel like they're coming for the throne. I mean, just, are we are we just like one step short of seeing the Abraham Lincoln statue with a monkey head? This feels like the beginning of the end. I mean, damn dirty apes. We got monkey pox out there now. We got monkeys taking babies. We got monkeys clawing people. We've got. Why what? are there monkeys everywhere? I, and why are they next? so angry? They're monkeys. I'm just no. I'm just confused where they came from. They're coming to be the dominant species. Some is just an epidemic now. There's no, random monkeys I, everywhere. I think. I think. You, I mean, if the Hangover Two taught me anything, monkeys are a common common thing. And and not in just running Asia. down the street though. I don't like I mean, any. Hangover of this. Two, it wouldn't lie to me, right? I don't like any of this. We got pandemic happening. We got monkeys trying to come for us. Like this is. This feels like the beginning of the end. You can beatbox a monkey, though. You can't beatbox an illness. Scott, I really need you to beat Syracuse. And by the way, Scott. Scott, if you don't beat Syracuse, the monkeys win. Baby uh, snatching monkeys. That's the last thing we How have. do you let a monkey steal your baby in the first place? Monkeys aren't very big. We're not talking apes. We're talking like little monkeys, right? Like I mean, I doubt they're like the five-pound monkeys. They're crafty. I mean, but yeah, but, but there's just... a gang of them. <laughs> A ga- the headline Imagine is. Imagine you get rolled up on by a gang of monkeys. I just don't know why I'm picturing them clicking their fingers like they're the West Side Story coming in. <laughs> the headline is a gang of monkeys kidnapped and killed a four month old baby. Is in- gang a specific number though? I think anything more, more than, than a three. Few. Yeah. yeah. The infant was snatched from the father's arms and thrown from a roof, causing the infant to die. From his arms? Yes. So you just like, I mean, how do you let your. Hey, don't. We cannot blame that on the parent. Have you ever had a monkey try to snatch something from you? Not recently. You have no frame of reference. <laughs> I mean. Authorities also believe this. This is a New York Times tweet. A monkey believed to be, a, a single monkey believed to be responsible for attacks against 56 people, including <gasps> a baby girl, was has been killed. I want to laugh, and then you start talking about babies dying. Well, that, that, baby, doing that. that baby was not killed. The baby's alive. Okay. The monkey's dead. Oh. They got, they got the terrorist monkey. Too. This is. He thought the outbreak monkey was bad. I mean, good lord! I don't know what's going on. Could this be a movie? It, it will be. It in feels two like years. a movie. It sounds like a like a bad movie plot, right? It feels like Game of Thrones. They're taking. The, they want the babies for some unknown reason. And then Game of Thrones, they is never tied it together. We never Game knew. of Thrones. No, but they the the creatures they wanted they took babies, they turned them. Oh yeah, it was because they were turning them into dead though. Yeah, we never in, really into dead. Yeah, dead people. Yeah. Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. The way they were, yeah, something like that, yeah. Walking Dead crossover? Yeah. No, well, it's hard to explain. Yeah, come on. Okay, sir. it was, okay, sorry. I'll, right, here's you the, want me to turn my mic off? That's no, fine. You're, you're good, you're good. No, you're good. Don't no, worry about no it. No talk. This is bad. You can't say anything dumber than what I could say. Let's, speaking of dumb talks and dumb things to talk about, this is a a debate that's sweeping the nation. I want to get your all's thoughts on this. Because for monkey snatching? I saw it <laughs> this morning when Mary's getting ready to work. She always watches the Today Show, and they were talking about this on the Today Show, and it's, it's a debate that has, I don't know, it, people have very strong opinions on this in both directions. Okay. The question is this. When you're watching TV. Yeah. Subtitles or no subtitles? Subtitles. No. 
Subtitles. I'm, I'm team subtitles. Why would you why, not why use do you Why is it? What is with the subtitles with people? Do today? you know how much you miss in a movie when you don't know what they're saying? Trevor plays video games while he watches TV anyway. And I still don't miss it. I pay attention. There's, okay, first of all, that's not possible. Second of all, they're like... There's so many movies that if you watched with subtitles, you would have an added at least 20 jokes. Oh, I'm so, maybe if you paid attention, you wouldn't need subtitles. I do pay attention. Clearly not well enough that you have to read what you they're saying. You sound real angry about this, and I am talking civilly. <laughs> anyway. She's correct. <laughs> have you seen Pitch Perfect? You know that little girl who mumbles the whole time? If you put subtitles on, she talks about how she ate her twin. Okay. First of all... <laughs> The fact you're watching Pitch Perfect is a, is a problem in its own right. Okay? That was literally one of the most popular movies of like the year it came out. And the second one. There's three of them. Yeah, and Creed was number one in 2000. Doesn't make it a good hit. But people were listening to it. People were aware of its existence. That's yeah, true. I don't like subtitles. Because I, I just... If Clearly. I, wanted to read, I mean, if I wanted to read, I'd get a book, okay? And, and also, you, if I'm reading the subtitle, I'm missing stuff. I miss more reading subtitles than I do actually watching without subtitles. That's because you can't read. No, it's because I'm spending the time reading and not seeing what's I going on in the like show. I just feel like every time somebody says, Why do you I want to read like subtitles. Some kind of mess. Because <laughs> we're on the same side. Evil genius. My kid is just look. He's just like. I just want to hear. It. I want to hear the thoughts. Back. Listen, Make fun I told of each you. Other. People have people have extreme thoughts. When people say if they wanted to read, they would get a book as opposed to subtitles. That is the laziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Really? That's the laziest thing you've ever heard in your life? That's like, oh, if I wanted to watch something, I wouldn't. Or like, okay, what am I going to say? Hold I on. have no idea. I'm curious. <laughs> it was, so I made the switch, I feel like, five years ago or so. Know. Like, we used to, before kids, we had, like, normal sleeping arrangements. We would sleep with, like, Mary and I would sleep with a fan on, just for, like, the noise. Like, a little bit of white noise. And if you have to use subtitles because you have to keep the volume turned so down because you don't wake the kids up, that, I, that's, that's how it started. Okay. But then, like, I enjoyed it so much. I got so used all to the time, it though. that I watched it all. Unless it's live TV. Unless the, like, the subtitles are going to be lagging. Like, sports, you can't do Ooh, it. Because the, they're way behind. Sometimes it blocks the, like, the little mini scoreboard. Mm -hmm. It misses half the words. It does. And it's yeah. just, it just gets annoying. But with, like, movies and TV shows that have been you know, pre-recorded and have subtitles that are up to date, I'm always subtitles now. Team subtitles. I, I, and I, I know some people use my streaming sites with me. And, like, my HBO Max, for example, every time I go on there, like right away, the subtitles will pop up, and I have to like pause it immediately and take them off because they just annoy they annoy the crap out of me. See, I gotta pause them and get them up now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm not. I will. The only time I've used subtitles or closed caption is if I they do say something and I'm like I, I didn't understand what they said, and then I'll go back and try to listen. And if I like after a, if I don't understand it like a second time, then I will throw it on just to hear. But I mean, those times are so few and far between. Like the only the only time I can really think the last time I did it was during a. Uh, watching the Sarah Marshall movie and the scene with Jonah Hill's like taking his plate. He's like, uh, uh, okay, he's like, no, I just start. He's like, okay, you're, I'll yeah, mumbles, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I can't even say what he says because he curses, but I was like, what is he saying? What is, and I had, to, I had to like do that just to catch it. See, but, I thought, but other than that, like, I just, I, I don't know. Like, again, when I'm watching a movie, I'm listening to it, I'm hearing what they're saying, and even if I'm playing video games. Well, if not, I'm that's why I like mostly watching stuff that I can only listen to when I'm playing games. Listen to a podcast and then quit watching stuff. Well, I mean, podcasts are kind of boring to me. So. But you're not watching the TV anyway. You're just listening. I'm still looking down. That's how also can degrade how good a show is if it makes me screw up my Madden game. Like, if, I, if I'm watching a movie while playing Madden and I lose a game of Madden during it. Or how bad you are at Madden that night. That's a good movie. He just said degrade. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I thought this was going to be, and it looks like based on the tweets that I'm seeing, the texts that are coming in, 
I felt like it was going to be more skewed towards like younger people, no subtitles, older people watch, listening to subtitles like or using opposite. subtitles, and it's the opposite. Yeah, like the younger generation now, they're team subtitles, and the older generation, they don't want to change because they grew up not using subtitles, and now they're just, I don't know. I mean, there's no point. I mean, unless I'm watching a foreign film, I don't want I mean, and even then, I haven't, the main reason I still haven't watched Par- uh, the Parasite yet is because I just don't feel like reading the whole movie. Parasite's good. I've heard good things. And I've been, and, and people who I trust have suggested me watching it, but I just. Texas, absolutely no subtitles. If you miss a line, rewind and then put the subtitles on. Yeah, exactly. That's so much work. Just have the subtitles on anyway. So much work. You don't have to just stare at them. Texas says, Team TK here, no subtitles. I missed the actual oh. visual part when doing that. Yeah. Texas, I need Trevor to watch Peaky Blinders and see if he can comprehend a one-fourth of what they're <laughs> no, saying. literally. What the hell's a Peaky Blinder? Peaky Blinders is a show. It's a good show. I've never heard of it. What's it about? Uh, I've watched mob. The pop of the part of the first episode and didn't make it through. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor feeling like subtitles is extra work to watch something is equivalent to him not going to a restaurant that doesn't have a drive-thru. It's very on-brand. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor quit flirting with the intern. I'm not flirting. She's flirting we, with me. That is not... I don't like that. <laughs> Jenna, I'm told you what. I'm, I'm not going to tell you again. No, I will not go home with you. <laughs> I was watching Billy Madison. The midriff comment. I was watching Billy yeah. Madison can the we, other day. Can we rewind? <laughs> yeah, Trev. What? No, I like midriffs. Okay. <laughs> it had to be Jenna. I'm just talking about in general. Texas says the, sundresses, man. Woo. Texas, the monkeys are avenging the killing of Harambe. As they, should. I forgot, As they should. I forgot about that. Everyone knows the story for like six weeks. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah. Because it was awful. It was terrible. Yeah. Text. But didn't they have to, wasn't it because somebody jumped in there? Somebody's kid. kid jumped kid. in there and their okay. parent yeah. didn't. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Bad parents. <laughs> it just makes me angry and I don't, there's no reason for me to talk about it. Texas, I only watch with subtitles unless it's a movie where I'm watching for the first time and it's a dark movie where the subtitles bright the screen. That's fair. I feel that. Now, I do, I will do, like, when I watch, because I watch a lot of stuff on my phone or my laptop, I do do turn the, uh, tutu. Yeah. <laughs> I distracted my own self. It's fine. I will turn the brightness on my phone all the way up when I'm watching something dark, like Stranger Things or, um, Yeah, because you can't see it yeah, otherwise. That, that now, I, my hearing is good. My eyesight, not so mm. well. So, that, that, I, if there was a closed caption version for, for viewing, for, for, for seeing stuff, I would do it. Seriously, if you use subtitles, you should be charged with murder and given an immediate hearing test. Well, that's a little bit extreme. I'm not even that mad. Good Lord, person. Seriously, I can't wait to watch the monkeys versus the AI robots in World War Five. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Also, let me ask you this. You, you use reference subtitles. I always say closed caption. Is that an age thing, too? I definitely say thing, subtitles. But I say subtitles. I mean, but it's closed, closed, closed caption is what you're turning on, isn't it? It's, they're the exact same thing, yeah. Okay. I feel like you only, the only people say closed caption are like my age and up. The yeah. five years he really holds on to, doesn't he? He really does. Texas, the, a lot, there's a big difference in five years. The, kid, the kid's parents should have been shot instead of Harambe. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about murder, but, but maybe like in the a kneecaps. A stern lecture. I'd be fine with kneecaps. Some sort of, <laughs> some sort of minor cut would have been okay. <laughs> Toss him in another cage. <laughs> Texas has maybe been giving you a shout out last night for the Damian Lee interview. Thank you. Yeah. Well, somebody Probably gave, you, not me. Somebody Thank gave us you. credit. <laughs> I do think, I'm joking. I do think I'm probably the reason for that. They're no, like, it's not you. No, it's, it's 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 sweet of you to say that, but I know they're like, we want to give a shout out to Rubber Show, but then people will hear that, that 
that's Trust me, that's not. People are like that weird guy who talks about not, mid-first that's not on his show. <laughs> my guy. Captioning. Uh, <laughs> no, my, my guy Corey sent me a text right after the guy who runs these. Like I, like, I told them to use the tags. They just didn't do it. It's the marketing team, blah, 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 blah. Um, and if that sounds like me when I was a server and I forgot to put an order in and I just blamed the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. They didn't bring your... <laughs> Whatever. You didn't bring your appetizer? I'm oh, so I'm sorry so, about that. I'm gonna get on them right now. <laughs> yeah, if the basketball side is mad at anybody here, it's it's not you. Uh, football may be a different story, but that's, well, football probably doesn't love me, but they have no reason to love me. That's okay. <laughs> that's that's fine. But yeah, they I, I like that they use the audio. It was a it was a good snippet from Damian Lee's interview. If you missed it, uh, I put it on my Twitter that they've got on their Twitter. Yeah. They um kind things to say about Kenny Payne. He feels yeah. strongly about him and, and Nolan Smith and their ability to bring this program back. And also urges the fan base to be to be patient. I love getting off the phone with when the show ended yesterday, and Damien's like, "We could have gone for like another hour." He's like, "He's like, I feel like there was still more stuff." Like Damien yeah, was ready he, to do he like the full show. Up. I was like, "He's still on the air. Do you want to talk to him on the line?" You're like, "Yeah." And we talked to him for like another two minutes. And he's like, "I felt like we could have gone longer." Like, yeah, I was like, "I wish we could have." But the other time that I did radio with him, like uh, he was like, "I'm coming into studio," and typically when that happens, especially with with former athletes, you know, they want to talk about you know, whatever they're there to plug. They want to tell a couple of stories, and then they, they kind of want to get out, right? It's like a yeah, makes sense. They'll do a segment tops. Like usually, like sometimes you get somebody who just has nothing else going on. If they like it, you can keep them there for like thirty minutes. But for the most part, they want to say their piece. They want to move on. And Damien came in, and I had no idea. He's like, "Yeah, I'm doing the whole show." He's like, "I was." He's like, "Great." And like we just started talking. Like we, it was an easy three hours. It was great. And um, so I was happy when his he had something going on in Maryland yesterday because he's back home. He couldn't come on at three, like right off the bat. But his mom, who was emailing me, was like, he wants to do the whole show from 4.30 to the end. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was very good, very entertaining. He did mention that golf scramble that they're doing. Like, he saved it for the very end of the show because he was talking about, you know, what they're giving away, the, the silent auction prizes, and who's going to be playing in this thing. And he just, like, unloads. Like, A ton of stuff. He's like, the Curry's are coming. The trophy's going to be there. We're giving away autographed Steph Curry jerseys. We're giving away, like, like – like rounds of golf with the, all these famous people. Like, like it was. I was like, okay. I didn't realize we probably should have talked about this a little bit earlier and mentioned it a couple of times. But he said only for the true fans. Only for the true fans. Leewayfoundation.org is the website if you want to sign up for that uh, golf scramble going down August eighth at the U of L Golf Club. I feel like he's such a good dude. He's all. He, yeah, he's he's one of the. Yeah. I've said this about him. I've said this about Russ Smith on the show before. Like a lot of times when you're we're watching as a fan, which it, even though we do the the media thing, like I try to maintain at least some sort of like window between me. Like I, I like being a fan. I like Decorum. having Exactly. I, I like having the fan aspect of it. And sometimes that gets ruined when you, you know, meet people in quote unquote real life and yeah. that image gets shattered. But a lot of times you meet these guys and the guys that you've cheered for and, and some of them just aren't nice. Like they're they're not people you want to They're not what you with. want them to be. Exactly. Especially yeah. when they're actually in college. Because mm-hmm. you're treated like a god, you have a different mentality. A lot of times they'll grow up and they'll you know they'll become more mature and you know it happens with everybody, not just athletes. But Lee and Russ Smith are the two guys that are exactly the way that you want them to be mm-hmm. off. Like, like just nice as can be like super approachable. You can see just like hanging out, watching the game with them. Damien's always been that way. And, and Russ has as well. So I, I can't say enough good things about either one of those guys. Uh, Texture says, does Trevor, <laughs> hard left turn. Does Trevor watch porn with subtitles? No. I hate it here. Who watches the porn with volume on? I mean, occasionally, I, you know, you, you get a nice, like, you know, volume up porn night. But, I mean, normally it's just on mute anyway. Texas said, and this is the guy who always tries to derail the show by bringing up <laughs> wrestling. Seriously. <laughs> I was on vacation last week, Mike, but you know what it is. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Fight for the fallen. Trevor is door dashing, I'm sure. I'm curious on his thoughts. Um, fight for the fallen. Because that man has to have a slogan when it's Tony gone. 
Um, I mentioned, I'm trying to think of all the matches were tonight. We had the... Gangrel. Gangrel's not going to be there. I know Thunder Rose is wrestling tonight. Uh, there's the FTW match. I mean, there's something I'm forgetting. There's a big match tonight, and I'm drawing a blank on it. That should be... Oh, Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia. It should be a really fun match. Of course. Brian Danielson coming back uh, from his injury. And there's something I'm forgetting, and I'm sorry for... Uh, as to probably wrote text to them, would be Jesse Ford, the big, our big wrestling guy. But I can't remember. There is a match I'm forgetting. But it should be a fun match. It should be a fun show tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Is there a big pay-per-view? There's a pay-per-view last weekend, right? Uh, no, that well, that was Ring of Honor. So, uh, oh. which Tony Con- AEW kind of owns Ring of Honor in a way. So, gotcha. But the next AEW pay per view is in September. It's all out in Chicago. Okay. The, the AEW only does four a year. Can't wait. I, I know you can't. Can't wait. You gonna go with me? No. We're gonna go. If they ever, if Dynamite comes to Louisville, you're gonna go with me. Will you go? Will you go to a Dynamite show in Louisville if it comes here? Probably not. No. No. <laughs> can at least like. Like, just screw with me and be like, yeah. I mean, then I when, it, think, no, I mean, then when it actually comes you know around, you're going to be like, oh, you were serious? <laughs> no. We did that with Duke in the concert. And I was, well, not we, you. Because I, I thought he, it was a you joke. hurt his feelings. You didn't go. You, I, I, thought, I thought the whole time well, it was no a joke. no one expected me to go. He bought tickets for both of us. And then he was like, you guys going? I was like, I thought this, this whole time I thought it was, I legitimately thought it was a joke. <laughs> you and hurt I, his feelings that night. Well, I was the only one who texted back. And was he's, like, like, I, he's like, should I fire him? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say that, by the way. Well, I mean, I did. I thought it was a joke. And I texted him. I was like, I, if this is, I was like, I still can't tell if this is a joke or not. If it's not, I feel really bad. He's, I'm just teasing. He didn't, he's, I think he got over. You're okay. Texture says, um, oh, the, the guy who sent in the text about you watching porn says, I can't believe you read that. LOL. Well, <laughs> well, thank you for that, Texter. Are you amazed I answered it? Appreciate you all. Texture says, tell Jenna she can intern for KRC if she doesn't like uh, being in the presence of a giant porn dash or door dash perv. Mm. Oh, what? Is she going to get much better at KRC? No. Is it better? No. Well, one, you got to be there at 7 in the morning. Do you like that? I'm an early riser. Okay. I mean. Texas might go to wrestling with this man once. Yeah, see, thank just you. one time for the one time might Maybe. be nice. Maybe. Maybe. You go live show, you you would have it. You'd have a good time. It, trust me, it's two hours to go by fast. If I can get to a point where I can start drinking again, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's going to be a prerequisite. We're going to have to get the health right. The drinking's going to have to come back, and then maybe I can go to a wrestling show. I can get you a vice or something. Well, I, I, that has to get right too. So yeah. we no vices right now, unfortunately. Oh man, that's such a boring life. Trust me. Do you you're, think you can help it? You're preaching to the choir. I mean, if I had no, I couldn't have any vices. I'd just be begging for a monkey to come steal me. <laughs> toss, <laughs> toss me off a building now, monkeys. <laughs> come on, grab me. I'm ready. Texas says Narduzzi's latest rant about Michigan State. He's off his meds. What did Narduzzi do now? Nar- this has been like the summer of angry Pat Narduzzi. <laughs> he has been very mad, has he? He's been. lashing out at everyone. He's, uh, <laughs> let's see, what did he say? Tucker asked Pat Narduzzi uh, about, oh, this is a diff- different quote. Uh, see, people aren't like responding to. Like, they keep asking Mel Tucker, the Michigan State quote, about his uh, coach, about his quotes, and he's, like, not responding to Pat Narduzzi. I don't know what the Michigan State rant was, but, my God, Pat's just scorched earth. He has been very angry. Scorched not earth. since John L. Smith is a Michigan State been this pissed off. I still am pissed off about that a little bit. About Michigan State? About John L. Smith? About him leaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't blame him, though, right? Let's see. Michigan State's still a better program than Louisville, especially at that point in time. The Pat Narduzzi quote about Michigan State was, if that's one of the best Big Ten teams, let's go to the Big Ten and win it every year. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's in, what? Who is he talking about? Michigan Confident. State. <laughs> I kind of love it, actually. It's, I mean, that's, that's fine. Um, 
oh my gosh, he is a talking about Kenny Pickett. He's a twenty point point because they're saying if Kenny Pickett didn't play, Michigan State drums pit and all this stuff. He's a twenty one point difference. Okay, Narduzzi set of Pickett. Michigan State gets their butt kicked in. It's at least a fourteen point difference. Nick Patty plays the whole game. I can tell you that. That's how I feel. Um, if that's one of the best Big Ten teams, let's go to the Big Ten and win it every year. That's incredible. That's a great quote. Suck it, Big Ten. I like it. That's tough luck. It's called facts, Narduzzi said. We didn't have Kenny Pickett play. We didn't have a defensive back, Damari Mathis, play. Two of our guys who got drafted, nobody was going to run the ball on us. It's just the way I felt. Came out talking about Kenny Pickett, not playing in a bowl game and all that stuff. It didn't really mean to come out, but it's the absolute truth, really. If that's one of the best teams in the Big Ten, what are we talking about here? Did he, I forgot. Kenny Pickett didn't play the bowl game. Pat Narduzzi is 1-6 in six and 7 games against the Big Ten since he took over at Pitt. <laughs> There's no reason for him to be scared to what's talk What's he now? doing? What, what's... Did you see the stat? And I know we have to go to break here. Don't let, don't let facts get in the way of a good rant by a coach now. Come on. Let him go. He's hot. Yeah. The uh, There was a – I want to say it was David Teal who put together the stat. I mean, we all know in recent years the ACC has not, besides Clemson, held its own against the other Power Five conference leagues, right? Yeah. I don't think I realized uh, just how bad – yeah, I don't think I realized just how bad it was. The ACC, since 2018 – is 28 and 65 against the other Power Five leagues, and 12 of those 28 victories are for Clem- are from Clemson. The rest of the league is 16 and 62. Five ACC teams are 04 against the other Power Five leagues. Since when? Since 2018. Okay. Miami since 2018 is 0 of 6, 0 and 6 against other uh, Power Conference teams. Florida State's 0 and 6, and Virginia Tech's 0 and 6. Those are three of your biggest brands. I mean, we're 0 and whatever too, aren't we? Since 18, we haven't beat another Power Five. We're, we haven't beat Kentucky or. Miss Ole Miss or yeah, um, no, because the only thing we no we beat Mississippi State in the bowl game in 2019. Oh, that's right, you're right. Yeah, you're welcome, ACC. Yeah, just carry, How long can we carry this? We're, we're like we're like ten percent of your winnings. <laughs> how much longer can we keep this league afloat? We're doing all we can. I mean, come on, to help us out. Throw us a freaking bone. We kept it close against Notre Dame. I think they're, they're like technically <laughs> the ACC. ACC. That doesn't count. <laughs> but that 10-point win over Mississippi State on a neutral Not field. Not to mention, you, we didn't even beat them. You're like, we kept it close. We kept it close <laughs> twice against Notre Dame since 2018. Is that where we're at now? We're bragging about keeping it close. UCS won a national title. We beat them, too. I mean, come they on. They did win a national title. They're basically right. a national yeah. champion. We're, we're just we're, we're sinking them. All right, we have to go to break. We'll come back. A 5 o'clock hour, we'll have a half-hour segment to wrap up the show. A couple other things that we need to talk about. I guess we don't need to get into Lamar Jackson stuff because we we danced around with it. I mean, now it's like four days old. Really, what is there to talk? I mean, some somebody's some defensive coordinator's butt hurt because he can't slow down oh, Lamar. Oh, the Twitter so. thing. Yeah, I saw all yeah, of that. It's a, it's a big deal. Whatever. Uh, we got a couple of basketball recruiting notes to get to. We have a, a mini DJ Wagner update of the day that the text line brought up. We can get to that. Do we need to? Do I need to show her how to play that? Because she doesn't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. We got to do the song. Don't say it like that. We got to do the song. Right. What am I throwing you under the bus, sir? Sorry. Right. Well, yeah. Whatever. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show uh, with 30 minute segment here on 1450 and 961, the Big X. Carlos Santana. 
Now, this and Smooth were number one in 2000, but I played Smooth so much, I was like... You've played Smooth before. I have, yeah. I don't Good. hate it, this, But this is a... Ooh, better, better song of that. I'm Smooth and Maria Maria. Smooth. It's a tough... I think it's a tougher... You I have that mug with... The, I know about, you do, and I smooth. love Smooth. But I don't actually love either one of those songs. I do. I, you don't? I love that song. I mean, that album fine. itself, and I like. I heard it a billion times. These are all songs, because you said 2000. But like, I, I still feel like I started driving in... Oh, one is when I was 16. Nice. Yeah, that's when I was born. I know, Jenna. <laughs> Jenna Whatever. I was already 21. <laughs> Jenna, we're, we're aware how much younger you are than us. We, you don't, we don't need to do math. But, like, yeah, I feel please like. Please don't make us do math. Please not. Neither I didn't. One of, I just told you. Neither one of us are strong there. But I feel like all those songs still were kind of like being played on the radio when, when I was, like, driving. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. That and every song, every other song on the top 40 radio was Ja Rule. Ja Rule in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> Does Jenna know who's Ja Rule? Your is? smile, yes. your touch, Shit. baby, I love you, baby. I'm real. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly every song. When, when Ja Rule tried just to grumbling sing. in the back of R&B tracks. <laughs> it was better when Ja Rule tried to like sing R&B. I was like, what the hell? Is that yeah, what I I'm sound like in karaoke? Relationship. <laughs> I would just like to say that during the break, when you left the room, oh no. Trevor told me he has uh he used the word belly. I hate that word. Okay. Oh, it's a, it's, a belly okay. fetish. <laughs> Trevor. What? We were talking you mentioned the midriff thing came up and I was like, Well, it's not I just like midriffs. I don't even know if we have an HR department. But and also <laughs> that he hates my nose ring. Not yours, all nose rings. Whatever. You don't like blue eyes. What it wasn't okay, you took that out of context. <laughs> no, I did Yes, you did. You said blue haired blonde people what? are evil. <laughs> I'm very concerned about what's happening here. The HR department, yes. I agree with whatever statement you were about to make, I'm sure. You know what's weird is I don't like nose rings, but I like belly rings. Isn't that weird? Because you have... Oh. <laughs> Trevor, this is, this is too much. What? I'm just... No, no come on. Why everybody come on Monday? Everybody has little things that, you know, that they, they, they have a, a tendency to like more than regardless. Like sundress is another thing I love to see. Belly, the, the belly midriffs. I'm going to ask you to stop right now. I mean... <laughs> I'm going to ask you just to... We're all scared for what so, would be the so next thing. I, I was I was sharing myself, so I asked her. I was like, "So what are what are your you know?" I don't need to know what happened. The, the okay, turn, literally the all I said. Okay, and that's not where I went with it. I said I wouldn't pick to date somebody with blonde hair and blue eyes. And then he started calling me an anti-Nazi. Because <laughs> you know they love blonde hair. Blue they eyes. did like blonde hair, blue eyes. Yes. <laughs> so that means I'm more welcoming. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't. <laughs> what do you guys expect me to do with that? Well, I want you. Well, what about you, Mr. Rutherford? No, this is not a conversation that we're having on the radio. We're kind of too far. No, this is this is not a five oh seven conversation. Oh, I think for this show, it's perfect for five oh seven. I want to talk about Jay Scrub getting I mean, waved by the Clippers. We, I mean, how many times have we talked about some of the worst things at five o'clock hour on this show? You're using we very liberally. Here. <laughs> yeah. I've tried with all my might to not do that. Hey, she brought it back up. I, didn't I have... just thought it would be funny to tell you. We didn't have to continue talking about it. <laughs> well, when you bring up anything, Trevor's I'm going sorry. to continue talking I'm about sorry. it. I'm sorry. You don't like rebellious. Should I go stomach? Is that what the word is? Yeah. Means? Okay. But tummy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Did you ever picture yourself being in Trevor. this situation when you left like 680 or the other stations were like, I'm going to go this. Get a new radio show at Big X. Yeah, I'll take an intern. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
No. I would just like to say, I don't feel like I, I might be partially at fault, but for the most part, this is not me. <laughs> I'm just driving home in silence in 20 minutes, just thinking things were supposed to be different. Things were supposed to be different. We got a lot of sports in today. Though. Life change. I once, I, once did, I once interviewed the AD at Louisville. Now I'm talking. Many times. Now I'm talking. I did a show one time where we had. Now I spent an hour talking belly shirts and kidnapping monkeys. We had Bob. Yeah, you did the kidnapping monkeys We thing. had Bob Costas, Rick Pitino, and Tom Jurich on the same show one time. And now this is where I am. This is what happened. Welcome to our world. We did talk to Damien Lee yesterday. Yeah, we did talk to yeah, and, and Sean Moth. Sean Moth, the improv yeah. drive. I feel bad for Sean because I he, like I would have loved to have him Stay, on the entire yeah. show. And the, it's the one day where he comes in. I'm like, it's four o'clock. We've got guests for the rest of the show coming on. So it, that sucks. He but, probably didn't want to, have, but he, but he, yeah, uh, I guess. He, but he's supposed to come on Mondays. I thought, but yeah. Yeah, you said he was going to come on one of the days that I was. Yeah, here. we set that up. I've got to like we have to make it official. Well, we have to. For some reason, weirdly, like driving home. I started thinking of Mothman, uh-huh. and I started doing the the Billy Gunn song to Mothman. I'm a Mothman. Mothman. Dun, dun. <laughs> like, I don't know why it just started coming to my mind. I mean, I, I get that. It's like, I, I can talk sports. I like to call them. I like to see them. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know where to go with this. I can tell. Okay. <laughs> right, your turn. DJ Wagner update. Oh, she's a yeah. Does she know how to do music? Yeah, she does it, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Boom. Play it. DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner. Where, where's DJ going to go to Squagner? DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner. Is this Nike deal a really big deal? Niger, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner. What if he isn't that good? Any Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner. It doesn't really matter at this Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner. Okay, cut it out. Cut out. All right, we're good. I need it to be a harmony as opposed to you all both just singing the song. Now that's the way it is, Jenna. That's the way it is. I do the chorus with him, and he does the song. Yeah, the song is the song. Don't try to change the DJ Wagner song. Okay, okay. Can't come in here. Once a week and try to change the DJ I'm Wagner here twice song. a week. It was one time. You were gone on Monday. Oh. You, you got me. Now I'm mad. <laughs> don't go after the song. Talk about Trevor's belly all you want. No. But don't, well, you are, you are, don't, that's the last thing you, that I want. You are, you, you, yeah, that's the weird thing. You think if somebody would be me, I, I got the worst belly. Uh, but you already made him mad with the blue eye comments because we both have blue eyes. Yeah. So. I'm, not ha- I'm not happy about that. Rip, yeah. I can't lie. First of all, I have sunglasses on. Totally can't tell what color your eyes are. That's fine. That's all right. Second, Mike always wears a hat, so how is I supposed to know that? Well, you still look. <laughs> Sorry. Just be, just be nice. What, did you just say what it because you knew eyes? I had blue eyes? You're like, I, I didn't know you eyes. did either. What color are my eyes? <laughs> Can we talk about DJ no, Wagner for the love of God? Eyes, Brown. I don't know, Jenna. Brown? No, maybe you should look. I, I'm not the one who's <laughs> casting aspersions on colors <laughs> of eyes. Hazel. Damn, that's my next guess. <laughs> DJ Wagner. DJ Wagner update. <laughs> Dropkick both of you. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I'm not totally to blame on this one, okay? I mean, I'm not helping. I'm throwing, you know, kerosene on the fire, but I'm not. I'm not throwing it lit. It. Speaking of monkey, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to contain an outbreak. You're driving the monkey to the airport. I am. I'm like giving the monkey like a pacifier to tempt the kid. <laughs> Here you go. Here's what. This is the DJ Wagner update. It's not a great one. 
Oh, well, wait, okay, bury the lead. So he's in another Nike that knocked uh, that subset. He's in another one with Rob Dillingham, who is a UK commit. Yeah. This is further the belief that, you know, UK fans are saying he's a Nike guy. He's not going to do all this Nike stuff. He's not going to go to a Nike school. Counterpoint. Did you know this? Probably not. Haley Van Lith. Is who, with is, Adidas. who now has signed an official deal with Adidas. She's one of 15 Title IX athletes that signed a deal yesterday. She's got a deal with JCPenney. She's been doing all this stuff. She also, a year ago, was featured in a Nike ad. Ooh. Mm, when, it, when NIL started, Haley Van Lith was featured in a Nike ad. So, for all the it's only Nike athletes doing Nike things, hmm. That's mm. true. A little bit of a pushback. Hmm. A little bit it's of a pushback. Interesting. That's that's interesting, Mr. Rutherford. Now, Tim Sullivan also wrote a story today, and it's behind a paywall, so you can't read it if you don't have a Courier Journal subscription. He wrote a story about everybody. about the, the widespread belief that Wagner's going to ultimately pick Kentucky, but he talked to recruiting experts for about why it's not a, quote, done deal just yet. Um, and there's some reasons, you know, recruiting experts have kind of said what you and I have said on the show, that we believe, well, I think he's a hard UK lean. You think it's more of a 50-50 type deal with yeah. maybe a slight UK lean. But that we both agree it's not 100% done. Like, maybe, like, if you told me it was, if we find out five months from now that DJ Wagner comes out and says, I made my decision up, I made my mind up in Spain, I made my mind up in June, I knew the whole time, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked. Like, like you can tell me that and I'll believe it. I yeah. I don't think that's the case. I think he's still open to, to being swayed by Louisville. Um, but... I think he's a hard UK lean at this point. And I think just I mean, reading the tea leaves, looking at the smoke, you have to. What do you define as hard? Well, you still well, hard, I guess by your definition, is 70%. I say 70 30. Maybe I mean, closer to 75 25. I mean, I could go as high as 60, maybe, but I, I just, I still think Global has a shot in it. Now, this is me being in denial, you know, and just being like, oh, no, I'm ignoring everything because I think he's still going to. I'm like you. He comes out and says, I'm, I pick Kentucky. I've been all Kentucky. I'm not going to. I'll be a little surprised if he announces it as soon as he would if he did it in the next couple of weeks, but I wouldn't be surprised if he picked Kentucky or or, or shocked for that matter. I I don't know why he wouldn't want to announce this quickly as some people think he does. I mean, and this isn't just because as a Louisville fan, it's it's in our best interest that he doesn't obviously announce. But even if we weren't involved, why would you make it that quickly? I mean, I'm kind of with you. Enjoy enjoy it, man, while it lasts, dude. It, it's not. Yeah, everybody's pining after him. Might as well. I know. Yeah, yeah. enjoy all that, man. Get in the spotlight. I mean, for all you know, that's might be the last time you get it. I mean, yeah, you never know. To quote the great Hoosiers, I mean, anyway, but who doesn't want to be treated like a god just for a brief moment? And all he has to do, all he has to look at in like terms of like evidence of that is his dad. You know, his dad is the most sought-after prospect in the world for a couple of years in high school. Goes to Memphis. Um, like doesn't have, like, that stellar of a, a year. Goes to the NBA, has a bunch of health issues, never gets to play again. Like, yeah. I mean, he's never – he never reaches the same sort of status that he had as an 18-year-old His kid. recruitment going into Memphis was probably the, the pinnacle of his basketball yeah, career. Yeah, sort of maybe the draft night, but right. yeah. And not because he was a bust, not because he wasn't as good a player as people thought he was going to be, but because of circumstances that were beyond his control. And yeah. there's nothing to say that – Something similar can't happen to any of these kids. So, yeah, soak it up. You're on top of the world right now. Embrace it. And if I'm him, I'm, I'm doing that for as long as I can. Worst case scenario, you have a great and beautiful life, and it, it falls down the, the ladder of, of great moments. But th- that's the case, and that's the case. Still let it be there, man. Now, what I wouldn't do if I were him would be absolutely commit to the Louisville because this well, early. Well, I wouldn't commit. For your mental health. Anybody, because if, but, yeah. you know, if you Because Kentucky fans then will just harass you for the entire year. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's – you know, anytime well, little fans TV, are going to too, but not as to the same degree. Not they, to the same degree. I, I, not nearly. I don't know if that's. I feel like Kentucky fans take that with more of a badge of honor than an insult. But 
They you people, like you people are nuts. crazy. Yeah, I mean, they do. Is. They do. <laughs> it is. They do. They take it as a, more of a, a compliment than what it more is, which is somewhat insulting. But I mean, I saw last night like Reed Shepard was trending nationally on. You watching that game by the way? No, because I, I I have things. I'm not gonna watch a. I don't even know what that was. Was it? What, what game? It was like a showcase game. It was. I didn't know. We. I, well, first of all, I didn't know Reed Shepard was in it. The only reason I even put it on was because it was between that and the basketball tournament. And I put on the basketball tournament, and the first five seconds I heard da- uh, Dockage say something. Yeah, he's on the Dockage. He's I'm the like, game. wow, this, A, this guy went from like doing instantly title games or level games to doing the basketball tournament, talking about falling down the, the chain. And then I saw high school. I was like, well, I, saw, I had it on in the background. I wasn't watching it per se, but I had it on. And I noticed they mentioned Reed Shepard, and he had a shot. And He's good. I mean, he, yeah, he, I mean, he played real well last night, apparently. I, I want to say one of their other recruits was on his team as well, where he was playing against one well, of They the don't other. care about him because it's Reed Shepard. But who was the other Kentucky recruit that was on the other team? I know, I have no idea. Reed Shepard's team was up by like twenty five points when I changed it. They were, they were. I think it was like thirty two to seven or something. It was some insane number. They were kicking the crap out of him. But yeah, like they were tweeting about him so much that he's like trending nationally, like along with all these other <laughs> like crazy. NFL, like major league athletes and all this stuff. Uh, they are, they're out there. There's no question about it. Uh, Texture says for good or bad, might go to the live wrestling only if Trevor eats a salad. No. Texas says the show is always funnier when that intern is on. I mean, you could you could learn oh. the name. Come on. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like so, a nice compliment, but not nice it's enough. It's such a backhanded compliment. Yeah, that's a backhanded compliment at its best. You should make her permanent. That was hilarious when she told Trevor there's no way he pays attention during a movie, so he doesn't need subtitles. Well, she's not wrong. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't pay attention to that segment. What? It's fine. <laughs> I need subtitles. Don't make him mad again. Mike, we as a show are telling Sad <laughs> that he has got to beat Syracuse, but. Are you going to be happy if we only beat them by three or something small? Well, not three because I bet on it already, and I took Louisville minus three, so I wanted to at least be four. I'll be <laughs> – I mean, I won't be happy. Maybe he's not the right word. Satisfied for the time being. I think Satter- it probably work. Satterfied. Satterfied. Um, and then see what happens next week against UCF. If we only beat them by three, we'll be an underdog going into week two at UCF. I'd be willing to bet. Because UCF plays South Carolina State in week one. They're, they're gonna, they'll beat them by Plus, we're on the road, too. I mean, exactly. because I mean, you look at the Syracuse game on and say you're only favored again. by three. <laughs> Just can't wait to get on the road again. I look, look told Trevor I was tired, and then you all put me on the board. Look what you did. Um, oh, hell, I done forgot what I was exactly. talking about. I'm just thinking, but now I just got Willie Nelson on my mind. No, uh, the reason we, the reason we're favored by three, it looks small, but you got to think, you also take the four points or three points for being at Syracuse, so. Mm-hmm. You would think if we were at Louisville, that would be a seven-point favorite, at least. Yeah. Granted, even seven points seems low for that it game. Yeah. Tex said, well, I just tuned in to hear Trevor's future harassment charges. Yeah. <laughs> Good timing. It's wonderful. You know what's amazing? I've never never been hit with a harassment charge. You know I think it's called harassment, right? That golf course, I people say a lot weirder stuff to me there than here. Oh, I can imagine. I even even for even yeah, I've seen. I've been to work at a golf course. I, yeah. I can relate to that. A special two part episode coming this summer. Trevor ranks his best jobs. Uh, Jenna tells her most horrifying work harassment stories. <laughs> we'll do that back to back. That'll be great. Great radio. Can't wait. Texas says I miss Ramsey, Mike. I do too. I love John. I love John. <laughs> Today's one of those days you really miss him, right? Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever find yourself having? Did John ever have any kind of like topic like this with you? No. You know, John Ramsey, his old, his old, uh, his the guy before he had before us. I mean, a lot of off-topic his, stuff. His, his ex-boyfriend before us. My ex. Yeah. His oh, ex. He had a <laughs> Texas says getting burned, but not by the sun. I can't. I don't know if I can read that. Someone texted me and said, what did you do? I didn't do anything, I swear. Texas, this show is just like Santa, but dirty and worse. 
What? Is Santa? Texas, I remember when the show was about sports. Giving? Wait a minute. No, I don't. <laughs> See? So it's not just today. Texas Louisville would have been a second uh, weekend team in the 2021 NCAA tourney if Jay Scrub would have come. Somebody should have warned him that he wasn't going to be a first rounder. I tried. Look, I, I talked about Jay Scrub on the podcast. I, I said the same thing over and over and over again. And he, and more importantly, his father, got very, very upset with me. Mm-hmm. And That's the Trinity kid, right? Trinity kid. Yeah. He was uh, John Logan College, junior college. He was number yeah. one Juco player in the world. He signed with Louisville, was supposed to come here. Yeah. And I, I still think Jay Scrub is very, very good. I think he would have been fantastic at Louisville. The issue was, especially since it was happening with the pandemic going on, like nobody had tape of him. Like, like everybody wanted to see him going up against a quality opponent. Like he was the first JUCO player drafted since Dante Smith, who coincidentally was also a Louisville signee. Yeah, who yeah was he was second round though, right? He, they, I mean, Shrub was too. Shrub okay, was, yeah, Shrub yeah, was like fifty yeah. fifth overall. Yeah. And my whole point was, I think he's good enough to play in the NBA right now. I don't think anybody's going to take him and give him a first round deal because he hasn't played quality competition. Go to Louisville for a year play against ACC competition, be the, potentially the leading scorer on a good team. I think we would have been a lot better if he'd come here and then be a first-round draft pick and start your NBA career. He didn't do that. He, he believed very much in his abilities. He slipped uh, almost out of the draft entirely. And now after uh, yeah. two years of, of barely playing in the NBA, he's been waived by the Clippers. So I, I wish the best for him. I hope he signs a, another deal and gets another shot. But I still think at the end, like more times than not, I'm all for the kid going pro. I think it's in their best interest to go ahead and go pro. He was in a unique situation because he has a ridiculous skill set, but he was going up against junior college competition. A year in college would have really, really benefited him because uh, he would have gotten that that guaranteed contract, that guaranteed money, more guaranteed money than he ended up getting from L.A. And now I think his future is a little bit uncertain, but I hope the best. Wish I the mean, best for him. And now they're mad at you again. So rare for Juco to, to go decent in the NBA. I mean, I can't. The Celtics took one in the lottery one year, like 11. Uh, his name was Johnson, I think. Something Johnson. But that's... Specific? I don't know. But other than that, or maybe it's Brown. It was one of the two names. <laughs> the other more popular surnames I can come up with, Smith. Um, but that's other than that, I can't think of many Jukos even gone in the first round, let alone like a high first round. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's been since 2004 since I haven't even been drafted, period. So, long time. Okay, yeah. Uh, Texas tired and wearing sunglasses. Is Jenna hungover? I wish. No, it's just bright in here, I guess. Future's no, so bright, she's got to wear at work all day. Texas, either Jenna tells her harassment stories or she reviews a masterpiece album, which, depending on the album, would be seen as harassment. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. I can't read the other Jenna text. Come on. What? Oh. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's bug- Doesn't it bother you when he says he can't read something? Especially it? when it's about me. Well, but it's just like, it's a lot of like, Oh, I want to know what Jenna looks like. Like, what is it? like it's, it's a lot of just that stuff. Go yeah, follow her Twitter. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Go follow her Twitter. Go stalk her Twitter account. I don't know if I want these people following your Twitter. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I want to send them in that direction. I'm trying you to. You no problem sending them in my direction. Well, it's what are they going to do to you? You're creep proof. You're, you're, you're used to putting up with that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry, Jenna. After a few, after a few, few more times on this show, you'll be good. Nope. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Anyway, there's nothing we can't say. Jenna that lives with like three different, three dude roommates. Okay, I do. So there, there, there's nothing we can say that can't be like more gross than she hears at home. That's not true. They all love me. As I say, that doesn't mean they, they can't. They're not dudes. Boris would beat anybody up. Just kidding. He's very nice. <laughs> His name is Horace. Boris. Boris. Oh, even better. Even better. <laughs> it's not Popeye, so I'll take it. I like that. Boris. Don't 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 rip on Popeye. Popeye's gonna be <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. I'm hating on Popeye. He changed that to his legal name. 
Popeye's going to show out this year. He's going to be fantastic. Sorry, Popeye. Um, Boris. Man. <laughs> Let him be. <laughs> Leave Boris alone. I'm leaving. I'm just, I'm sorry, I won't touch Boris. I won't go to bat for that man. <laughs> Uh, what did you, are you stumped there? The only other yeah, thing that I had to talk about today, which I mean, what's else on the list? I see the list right here. Well, yeah, I'm not. Can, gonna, I, can, can I steal it? Here? No, can you I, can't steal it. Can leave leave the list alone. <laughs> Don't touch my paper. <laughs> you know, used to have I want to end the show right now. I'm done. The, well, don't do that because I'm trying to get this Cardinal Insider mixed down. You should have been focused on that way. This is why you've been so – you're not paying attention. You're just trying to get the Cardinal Insider up, which is <laughs> supposed to start here in 10 minutes. I know. The 502 collect, the 502 Circle, that new collective that's going to, I think, officially launch next month, they announced the first four members of their athlete advisory board. They're going to be involved in this thing. They're going to, to uh, advise, not just a clever name, <laughs> potential athletes that can get involved with the circle that are willing to get money, that are able to get money from NIL deals. The first four members of the athlete athlete advisory board: David Paget, your boy. Oh, My oh! Customer. There you go. He's on the group. Uh, he's in the group. Chris Redman. Ooh, we love Redman. I love yes. Larry O'Bannon. Oh, we all love Larry. <laughs> Gorgeous, smart. I mean, fantastic at basketball. Total package. And and, and listen, and if there's anybody I, I ever will apologize to ten times is Larry O'Bannon because you're not alone. First couple years, well, I was very harsh about that man. But the last two, last couple, I take every word of it back and apologize to it. Fourth member, Jake Smith, former Cardinal offensive lineman, very smart guy, very cool guy. Okay, he was <laughs> very good player while he was I here. Don't remember Jake Smith. Well, you're more about poor the- Jake Smith. Kind of gets lost in the ball. Jake I Smith mean, was a first team All ACC performer. Got, I know, but I'm this is no he said I know, Jake but Smith. he doesn't know who this man is. But we yeah, we've got Paget, a guy who was just a, one of the, the greatest centers we ever had, and a great interim. You coach. hate linemen. You and have, an awesome human We have being. Chris Redman, a, 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 just a, a local cornerstone franchise of sports in Louisville and could have gone to Wagner, but his dad hadn't been caught cheating and, and quick enough there. Easy. And <laughs> and then you have, you know, you Larry O'Bannon, a local legend, and Jake Smith. Leave Jake alone. <laughs> Jake's awesome. Love him. We're gonna end, we, now we have to end the show on that note. Way to, way to go. That was a good one. <sighs> Jenna. I'm I don't remember Jake. Well, how supported. don't I remember Jake Smith? I don't know. He's very, very good. He was on the teams with like Mario Benavides. He was on the like the right guard for all those teams. He was very. I remember good. Mario Benavides. Yeah, yeah. He was Jake had a cup of coffee in the NFL. Very smart guy. Very entertaining guy. I like Jake a lot. Okay, well, I'm He's sorry, going to be great Jake. In that I role. Mean... Anyways, we got to get out of here. We got the Cardinal Insider coming up next with Jody Demling. Six thirty-five. We'll have uh, Louisville Bats coverage that'll start, and then seven oh five. First pitch between the Bats and the Clippers at Louisville Slugger Field. Bats going for four straight tonight. Let's yeah, get it boy. Done, Bats. Uh, whether they win or they lose, we'll be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Everybody have a fantastic Wednesday night. Don't harass anybody, please. Yeah. <laughs> I make no promises.